One, two, three, four. I do it! Hey there, it's Target the Buggies, Bill Mutter, and Dan. We're also fellow puppets, holds of Harris, we also go around, and we also go chronologically through the Disney Through the Decades section on the Disney Plus service. We're almost out of the 1940s, we're all the way to 1949! Yeah. We're gonna wait through! This is the last, the last, uh... We've reached the pinnacle of the 40s with the most amazing thing they ever put out. Uh... <laughs> you know what? <laughs> I have to... I think this is their best... Best, uh... What have we been calling these things? What are they called? Where they just mash together whatever they had laying around to make a movie? Um... Package films. This mm. is the last and what I think is their best package film. Uh, mm. Which is not to say it's a good movie. <laughs> it's just better than a lot of their <laughs> other package films. Yeah. Yeah, starting what? The first one was like Saludos Amigos and Three Caballeros and all the way up to fucking Melody bullshit time. Melody Time. And uh, what? <laughs> I'm, I'm jumping the gun by expressing my opinion about this. But yeah, this is also That's our fine. last, uh, chronologically, this is the last thing in the 1940s tier of... The Disney Through the Decades collection on Disney Plus. As we're recording this in late September, as technically we have two more shorts to do in it, like Pluto sweater and some shit. Yeah, exactly. The next time we do, but... which I'm not quite sure when that episode. As we're recording this, I think this episode should be going live in the middle of October. So apologies if we sound a little discombobulated in time. Um, I'm sure our first actual Halloweeny thing. We will have recorded probably aired last week, so if at the end of this episode we don't sound like we don't sound like what we're doing next, which you would have already heard. Please excuse that, but yeah, I don't know. But so, yeah, but this is yeah, Ichabod and Mr. Crane. What did you think? Uh The I... Adventures of Ichabod and Mr. Crane, I guess. Um Oh no, Ichabod mm, Crane! It's Adventures of Mr. Toad. The Adventures Toad. of Ichabod and Mr. Toad. <laughs> the Adventures of Doctor and Who. Yeah, um... I, I, I feel like I'd rather read a Mr. Toad and Mr. Frog book or whatever those two fuckers are that can't stop eating cookies. <laughs> is that what... I, I forgot that that's where that's from. Have you ever read The Wind of... Is, are there multiple books or is Wind of the Willows just one book? I don't know. I feel like my dad read it to me when I was yeah. a tiny baby, but otherwise, no. I, I, I love those fucking illustrations, and I forgot that that's that meme, too, the, with the fucking... <laughs> I love those characters. Cause oh no, I read the I read the Mister Frog and Mister Toad books, but I don't think this is related to those guys. This is just a different type. Of no, this has got to be the same thing, right? Because it's wind, it's all wind in the so. willows. It's all. I don't think so. What's the thing? The red mare with the the, the mouse or what the fuck? I mean, that's not the same thing, but that's totally like. No, but like it's. It's kind because of, I mean it's Toad Hall because it's Mr. Toad, right? There, and that's, Bill, there's other stories that can be about toads and frogs. But when you got a character called Mr. Toad, is this not the Genesis? I've never actually seen what it looks like, other than I know it's made out of cardboard cutouts. But is this not the Genesis of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride? Hence, yeah. Mr. Toad. So it's Mr. Toad, right? I can't believe I can The Wind in the Willows <laughs> was written by Kenneth Graham. Yeah. Mr. Toad the and Mr. Frog is written by Arnold Loeb. What? Lobel. What the hell is Mr. Toad and Mr. Frog? They're the ones that can't stop eating cookies! Are you fucking kidding me? No! Mr. Toad... So, did they not Completely sue each different other for stories. copyright infringement? Because it's the Bill, same... Bill, they're... What is that? That's like saying Kermit the Frog is infringing on the what wind in the willows. Mr. So wait, is Mr. Toad... Is that don't not think based can... off of this movie? Is Mr. Toad's Wild Ride based off of the cookies meme? No! Oh my gosh! That's not Disney related at all! Mr. Toad's Wild Ride, is that not a ride at Disneyland? Yes, it is. 
What That's based off the wind in the willows. <laughs> so it's based off wind of the wind willows, which is this, which is Mr. Toad gets a car, right? Yeah. Okay. What the Mr. fuck? Mr. Toad and Mr. Frog are completely separate from that. I need to punch Mr. Toad, and Mr. Frog in the nuts for confusing that's like, me. So that's much. like saying this Mr. Smith oh, is related to that Mr. Smith just because they have the same last name. Oh. No. <laughs> or oh, it's Frog and Toad. So did they come a lot later? Because the pictures I'm looking, I just did a a Google image search for Mr. Toad, and Mr. Frog. They're like wearing bell bottoms and shit. Frog and Toad are friends is from 1971. Oh, One of the worlds okay. is from 1931. <laughs> okay, 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 okay. You know what? My entire oh, life... Oh, sorry. 1908. <laughs> you know what? Seriously, my entire life, I assumed that Mr. Toad and Mr. T Mr. Frog were actually Wind of the Willows. Mm. Jesus Christ. Okay, yeah, and I'm looking at the illustrations from Wind of the Willows, and that is entirely a different kind of illustration style. Uh, <laughs> I do love Mr. Toad's a fucking psychopath. I love him. He's one of the secret oh, best man. Disney what characters. What a piece of shit. I love That's why I love him so much. He's an unrepentant freak. He's super rich. Um, he's one of the few Disney characters who's just like an unrepentant asshole. Uh, that's, and that's, that's... So, now that we've watched all the package features, we've watched all the shit, what do you think is the best package film and or the best... What's your favorite segment out of any of these films? I'd say the best one... For total is still for me because I got the nostalgia's three capyeros. Okay, it's got Donald in it. I mean, I, come it's on. hard to beat anything with. I mean, although like Saludos Amigos did test her patience a little bit, but yeah, anything with Donald with it can't be entirely bad. No, and for segment, I don't know that part where Donald gets all blows it to his thumb and gets all weird. <laughs> that was fucking pretty fucking funny. Shit. Um, yeah, I, I actually do think the Mr. Toad segment of Vickerbot and Mr. Toad, or whatever the fuck we're calling this fucking movie, I think this may be my favorite segment out of all the, uh, uh, the package features. Because it actually has, like, a plot, it's the one segment that, like, that, that's longer than six minutes, that actually feels like its own story, and doesn't feel like it's been padded out to be half an hour long. Like, it's actually got, like, a three-act structure with, like, a climax and callbacks, and it's actually structured like an actual, like, well-written story. It's not just, like, the first ten minutes ten minutes isn't just Will Rogers and a bunch of live-action cowboys being a, we're in a cartoon desert, we're gonna tell you about Pecos Bell before showing you about Pecos Bell before we get to the heart of the story, which should have been as just a six-minute standalone cartoon, but we didn't feel like doing that. This is straight direct to the point, aside from the live-action shit where Camp's flying around through a library with invisible ghost hands picking out books to read to the audience. Um, which I guess that's kind of a thing that I guess a lot of these package features kind of dependent on. Yeah, that's fucking weird, too. When we're, it must have been, which one was the one with Pecos Bill and Will Rogers? Uh, that I, was Melody Time. That was just, yeah, that was the last p uh, package feature we did. I was, one of my notes that I for, didn't bother to mention on air was I was like, why does this motherfucker, whoever's narrating this, sound like a knockoff Bing Crosby? Could they not afford actual Bing Crosby? And now look at the next package film. It's actual Bing Crosby. Why he's narrating... It's actual horrible human monster Bing Crosby. That's a terrible thing. I love Bing Crosby. He's a great singer. I love his movies and shit like that. He's one of the... <laughs> He's one of history's greatest. I'm so. I'm, I imagine all the sound editing they had to do to edit the sounds of him just beating his children while, while recording this narration. What Jesus a human piece of shit. Oh my fucking god. All because people liked it when it went. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's all he did was. 
I'm gonna sing, but I'm gonna sing in a way that me that makes it sound like I'm not really trying real hard. I'm Bing Crosby. Yeah. Um, Do you ever want to listen to a singer sound like he's reclining and reclining? That's what Here we go. That's it's <laughs> a delicate balancing act that I think only Bing Crosby could pull off, and that's because he 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 exercised all of his uh, pent up aggressions by beating his children to set uh, to, to to half to death. What a fucking... I was watching this last night, and I was thinking about how the last time we did something with Bing Crosby, I looked up um, Bing Crosby's bi bi you know, his biography on, on Wikipedia, and I saw that Bing Crosby died on a golf course. His last words were, that was a good round, boys, let's go get a Coke, and he just dropped down dead. And every time I hear about Bing Crosby ever since, I just, like, laugh, because that's such a funny death to me. And I'm like, yeah, that's... You know, Pepsi should have used that in their ad campaign. <laughs> Don't be a Bing Crosby. Buy, buy Pepsi. Just just footage of Bing Crosby walking across a golf course, and it just says, yeah. Uh, with an arrow point at him saying, this man beats children. Mm -hmm. uh, so this, yeah, this History's Greatest Monster is narrating uh, Disney's last package film of the 1940s. Uh, which is weird, because he drops in a little bit at the beginning, but he doesn't come back until he's narrating and kind of singing the songs for the Ichabod and uh, Mr. Crane part. Why am I calling it Mr. Christ? The Sleepy Hollow part. I should just call it that. <laughs> yeah. And he's a terrible... F we'll get to that later. But, like, he's a... Like, as much as I love Bing Crosby, like, why did they get him? I know it's because he was the biggest radio hit of the 1940s. So if Bing, you get Bing Crosby, you're going to cram him into whatever you have available. But, like, they couldn't find... Like, they couldn't, like, come up with, like, a story that would be the more inherent... Like, some kind of urban New York kind of thing where, like, it's being, like, a character voiced by Bing Crosby doing stuff. Because, like... That super modern Bing Crosby shtick overlaid on what should be a really atmospheric Sleepy Hollow story just doesn't fit at all. Especially because no. he's like and it's voicing so the forgettable. characters. Yeah. It's so forgettable, I forgot all the music that was in Sleepy Hollow. I've seen it before when I was a kid. You know I what? don't remember any of the songs from it. I think, uh, this. I totally misremember the Sleepy Hollow thing because I think I'd only seen the, the, the actual, like, the last, like, ten minutes of the cartoon... Put into yeah. like when Disney would have like their like, uh, like Halloween specials on like broadcast TV on like NBC or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would always squeeze that in, but I think that I had never seen any of the earlier stuff where, like, we'll, we'll we'll get to that. But I was amazed at how the actual, the 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 good stuff in the in the Sleepy Hollow half of this movie is literally the last six minutes of that mm -hmm. half hour long cartoon. And so really, that, I mean, that is a perfect case of something that should have just been that six minutes, but they had to, they came up with 25 minutes of filler just to justify that five minutes of uh, um, the Headless Horseman chasing Ichabod Crane around. Um, but, you know, but I, like I said, I actually kind of like this fucking animal shit at the beginning. I thought it was actually pretty cute. I thought, well, people can have differing opinions. <laughs> That's all right. The, the character designs are cute. I thought the well animated, like the backgrounds. I like the voices. And like I said, mm. Mr. Toad's a fucking asshole. He's just, yeah. he's just, eh, fucking. Right, you, you want to start in on whatever the story was? Yeah, sure. This I don't care much for the opening credits song where people are screeching, "Ichabod, Mr. Toad." Yeah, I mean, they, yeah, it's fortunate. <laughs> 
I guess I didn't get it again. You're paying Bing Crosby, so I guess you have to try to get him to sing as many, croon as many songs as possible. So I guess they well, had to come up. And the people in the background that are all skifty bopty booped in with them. And it's such a weird, like, here's a song about two random characters who don't have anything to do with each other in this film. Yeah. It was like they were kind of like, gotta be hip with those kids. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it I, I, makes me wonder, did they put out that song as a single in the hopes that that would be some kind of super random fucking radio hit? Of course it wasn't, but... Right. Um, it was an, also an odd choice with a stained glass window of a book that then pushes pushes her <laughs> to transition to more books. It's a little creepy, at, at least at the end after the Sleepy Hollow bit when like the light behind the window kind of goes out and it's dark and the camera pulls back it does kind of create a little bit of a like slightly creepy atmosphere at least if you're watching this at like two o'clock in the morning like i was last night but mm. like in the broad daylight it's just like fucking whatever like they actually ran out of ideas <laughs> for how to bookend these these package features i can't do another book what if we have a stained glass window of a book I know, oh johnson it. you're a madman <laughs> and that'll in. be all the difference this will make this movie a completely different experience and then yeah and instead of like like and, and Instead of fucking Edgar Bergen going up and like reaching up and pulling the book off the shelf, what if it's just like invisible hands pulling the book off the shelf for no reason and then flipping hey, the book I, open? If you were asked to choose the most fabulous character in English literature, who would it be? Robin Hood? The Sword <laughs> of the Stone? How about Mr. Toad? Are you fucking high, Mr. Toad? The what? No, he's rich and he loves to fuck shit up. Of course he's one of the greatest things. He's one of my favorite English characters now just because of this cartoon. He's a fucking asshole. I can't stop saying it, but it's true. He's great. I love him. He was so popular that only three people liked him. Badger, Water Rat, and more. <laughs> that's why I love him. And they only seem to hang around with him because he had a bitchin' house and that's it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mole was always late, showed up to Rat's house, and then some giant-ass human delivered them some mail at their giant front That's door. That's one of the things, I don't know if this is how it works in Wind of the Willows, but I love that this universe works with the animals and the people all just live, it's like the Muppet world, where, like, mm. uh, people just, like, a toad can have a trial and be sent to toad jail by human judges, and the fact that he's a frog <laughs> never enters into the equation. I fucking love it. Anyway, go ahead. And then, uh, the letter said, Dear Rat, you and Mole must come to Toad Hall at once. Urgent. It was Mac Badger. Oh, okay. Yep. I bet it's that asshole Toad, since it's his house, <laughs> they're going to. Toad better. Toad keeps on losing the house. Almost losing the house. Yeah. He's busting all his money on busting shit up. And Badger keeps trying to help him out, but that asshole Oh, yeah, so that's it. Yeah, because Badger's kind of like his accountant. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. For unknown reasons. Why, <laughs> I don't know why any of these fools hang out with him. I'm just assuming just Mr. Toad just pays all these motherfuckers to be his friends, but yeah. He just, yeah. just destroyed a hen house, destroyed a lamppost, yeah. Mole and Rat show up, and Badger's like, fuck, you gotta fix that asshole. He's ruining everything. He's got a new mania. <laughs> He's riding a horse and carriage everywhere, whipping yeah. the shit out of everything. He's been whispering about his next mania. It's gonna be pasta. He's gonna open a restaurant. They actually, they actually mentioned the pasta. No, okay. I'm making a pasta mania <laughs> reference. Bill. Oh, the pasta mania. Okay, yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> 
I don't know how it's not always at the front of your mind. It's always at the oh front of mine. Oh my god. Well, I forgot. Well, because he says mania, and you, I didn't realize you were making it. Okay, there's actually well, joke works on two levels because it's a, okay. Yeah, what you talking about? Here. It was also off the top of my head, so it wasn't in my notes, so I, I didn't have quite. It wasn't quite as as fleshed out and refined. I love the idea of little Mr. Toad. He's got a little pre-ripped Hulkamania shirt that's his pasta mania, <laughs> and he's trying to rip it off, but he can't because he's a little frog. Mm -hmm. Also weird too, because then yeah, suddenly we do see Mr. Uh, Toad has stolen a carriage and a horse, and he's riding through the. You see, he's wrecking. Well, no, the they're flans. But it's he's weird. But he's friends, and he's whipping the shit out of his friend horse. Beating. Well, that's one of the things when you get this problem. Also, the horse can't talk, but everyone else like. You, no, he you, can talk. What are you talking about? He gives the whole diatribe at the. the I forgot. The, the... <laughs> I forgot. He actually testifies at. The... He's the one person <laughs> who defends Mr. Toad at the trial. I forgot about that. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> this is kind of the Pluto versus Goofy thing of, like, some animals are still, like, pack animals, while other animals are, like, walking around in shirts and ties and owning property. While, like, I guess this horse is real walking Christ. <laughs> oh, man, this movie totally gets, lets Disney work out every fucking European stereotype of, like, the English and Northern Irish, Northern, not Northern Irish. Northern, Northern Irish. Northern, uh, yeah, people just bomb each other left and right. Uh, Northern Englishmen and... Oh, it's fucking cute. It's, it's goddamn cute. It's a cozy little cartoon. Yeah, what if you wanted... What if there was a ride where you could look at cardboard cutouts of them all? Wouldn't <laughs> so that is that be what exciting? the ride is? It's just like... It's not cardboard, it's... But yeah. But yeah, no, everyone... But everyone seems to love that ride, though. I mean, it's been around for, like, like almost since the park opened. They so. shouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> Sucks. Yeah, because it's, Anyhow. like, the one real dark ride they've ever had there, but yeah. They just like know, it when they go to hell and it blasts them with hot, hot ass. The, <laughs> the idea of that ride always sounded nuts, so it's... At least if one good thing comes out of watching this movie with me it's at least i have some context for why that ride exists now because mm. i never understood like why is wind because i always thought the wind in the willows was like this little i thought it was like more like winnie the pooh like i always thought the wind in the willows i've obviously never read it but just from um just from how people talked about it i assumed yeah it was su a super sweet little pastoral story about little animals and their little cubby holes just like baking pies. I didn't realize it was about rich frogs stealing cars and running people over, which I would have read when the Willows a long time ago if I knew that. It was like essentially Grand Theft Auto, but in like 1908 England. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah, so he, yeah, this asshole just destroys everything with his horse and carriage. He just runs straight through a greenhouse. He's a real piece of shit. Yeah. You know what? The one thing I don't like mm. about this cartoon is Mr. Toad is flesh colored, which freaks me out. Not that he has to be mm. green. I know there's different colored toads. But the fact that he's, like, human colored is really... Nah. Mm-hmm. Anyway. and Mole are on the road. They stop him. He starts ranting about taking them on a ride on his horse. <laughs> he's great friends. Oh, Rat isn't having any of it. He tells him he's got to give up that horse and cart. Yeah. The toad's an asshole and just covers his ears. And then there's that <laughs> funny joke where he pulls his hands off and he puts them back on and on and off because it changes the sounds of their voice. <laughs> see you watching this cartoon just totally just like stone faced just like get the fuck out of here cartoon goddamn <laughs> be over yeah uh, but toad's like fuck you assholes i'm never giving this up what is that what's that in the distance oh it's a motor car driven by a real pair of dinguses <laughs> and so mr toad just, he just loses his fucking mind starts yeah. making car sounds with his mouth just out of out of his mind. Is like he doing said. like he's it's... doing car driving motions and stuff now? All of a sudden, shit. Yeah, yeah, he's motor mania, just oh, okay. like that goofy cartoon that's gonna come out in a year. 
Oh, okay. Right. So right. Like, oh, yeah, because that's like the golden age of the uh, goofy instructional videos. That should be a good thing about us going over to the 1950s. But anyway. Ready yeah. to have him, yeah. So, um, <laughs> Ryan Mull took him to his house, locked him in his room until the mania worked itself out of its system. But, um, that doesn't happen because at I, night. I do love he, this idea that this is like this. They're not joking about this happening to Mr. Toad all the fucking time. So now, like, yeah, Mr. Mr. Fox and Mr. Mole or whatever the fuck, rat and mole, I guess. I have this yeah. down. They they just have this down to a system pat. Like they just know this is always gonna happen. So, yeah. Mm-hmm. And they lock him up, but at night he, he uses his sheets to escape out the window. And, and you know what that asshole did? He just went out there and he stole dang one of them motor cars. He got his ass arrested, which is the top story in the newspaper. Not all the murders <laughs> the underneath love? it. There's a arrested a frog for stealing a car. It's great. Uh-huh. Man, when Toad is Meanwhile, underneath, it's so like happy. brutal double murder. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, I didn't I didn't stop to look at what the other headlines are, but that would be... I would hope that would be the other headlines, because that would be so much... It, it is! Is it? They're like, uh, yes, two slain in, like, shooting and stuff. Let's see. Uh, it's murders. Two dying gunfighters. <laughs> Doors of Palace! And Doors of Palace! Okay, they really did go nuts with, like, why is this... Well, that's the joke! Why is the toad the headline? They totally know what they're doing. That is fucking fantastic. (laughs) Oh, my God. Anyway. And I like the second photo of him getting arrested with a policeman (laughs) aiming his gun two inches away from Toad's face, which would just absolutely blow this toad apart if he pulled the trigger. It's a huge revolver. I don't even think Policeman and Brett even had access to those guns. Fucking great. Oh my mm-hmm. god. I That's a kind of humor that you don't see in the Disney movies so much. This kind of weird, dry, kind of like extra ridiculous. It's almost <laughs> Looney Tunes Threatening murder to small yeah. animals with guns. <laughs> yeah, unless it's Donald Duck threatening to kill someone. You don't get quite that kind of weirdness in these cartoons usually. But. And so there's a trial. Yeah, he goes to human court where a bunch <laughs> of stuffy like assholes and wigs call Rat and Mole to stand, and the, the lawyer, who's the voice of that guy who narrates the goofy cartoons, just oh. yells at everyone. I at least it quite, sounds like that Because there's a lawyer who is prosecuting Mr. Toad. I thought he sounded like Thurl's Ravenscroft, who does mm-hmm. the voice of Tony the Tiger, which that's probably the guy you're talking. It's your your No, right? no, that's... I'm talking about the guy who does the Goofy Cartoons. Yeah, no, like, which they both have... Big spot, they both have very similar voices, but I think you're right, it's just that guy again. Yeah, I, yeah. when I was watching this, I forgot about that they already had a guy who sounded like Tony the Tiger, but yeah. John McLish Okay, probably yeah. Uh, and I learned yes. that, like, I'm watching this again mm-hmm. now, too. Mr. Toad is totally nonplussed during the events of his own fucking trial. He's just totally like, oh, blah, 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 blah. Again, he's a fucking asshole. I love him. And he's like, oh, I'm going to defend myself because I am that fool. <laughs> exactly, and he calls yeah. the horse to stand. And the, he says, uh, the horse is like, oh, yeah, he's a jolly old fuck on tons of money. And the prosecution is like, oh, who I guess is now questioning. And yeah, the, the horse out of nowhere says, uh, that, yeah, but he got his allowance cut off. So how did he get the money f- to pay for the car? And the horse says, the honest way. And the, he says, and what, Prater, yes. is the honest way? And the horse says, I thought you wouldn't know, Governor. <laughs> and everyone laughs and applause, and the uh, prosecutor's all like, oh, fuck you. And yeah, it's, 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 it's mm-hmm. a cute moment. Um, man, and then they flash back, well, then the fucking horse starts telling the tale. A fucking mm-hmm. Mr. Toad, he escaped, and they do that fucking great cartoon thing of Mr. Toad. He's like, 
He's like slinking through the moonlight. He's like he's like doing that escaped walk kind of walk that only cartoon yeah. characters. Yeah, I thought it was brave of them to make his his nightgown translucent. You can see his frog dick hanging. As if fucking, I love that. Mm. Just the outline of it. <laughs> what a trace that it little... with your trace it with your finger. I want to flick that little green bean with my tongue. Mm. Oh, we're horrible. Oh, yeah. Absolutely awful. Mr. Toad's wild penis in my butt. So, <laughs> so but anyway, uh, Mr. Toad's walking around. He bumps into the horse. The horse and Hillary, mm -hmm. they almost get hit by a car. They watch some tough-looking weasels get out of a car. Which, I didn't realize, this is totally where they got the design for the wheels and weasels in Roger Rabbit. Like, mm -hmm. these guys are practically, like, almost the same character designs, except yeah. slightly modernized uh, to, to for 1940s standards. And, and Which is funny, because, yeah, I keep on forgetting Roger Rabbit should be taking place roughly right around now as we're watching these cartoons. But anyway, and those, go ahead. Those weasel all go into a bar, and Mr. Toad just goes up to that car <laughs> and just fucking huffs straight from the exhaust. My dude. That is My fucking dude. weird. My dude. Yeah. Doesn't that That's like a... You think he pays people to sit on his face and fart? That's what, that's the kind of weirdo I think Mr. Toad is. Like, I'm sure he had a fart fetish thing for a week where he was paying 500 pounds, 500 pound women. <laughs> what kind of animal? What kind of animal was he paying to fart on his face? Probably the horse, actually, because that horse already nah, has a naturally big ass. And he's like, you already have, mm. yeah. Have you heard a horse fart? Good lord of mercy. I have seen a horse take a big-ass farty shit in the middle of the street. I've seen that butthole crank wide open and just the biggest fucking turds as as big as a loaf of bread steaming coming out of that asshole. God, you look to your left, Mr. Toad's just there licking his lips. I gotta no. get in that butthole. Oh, God. And so he goes into the, into the tavern where all these... Uh, fucking weasels are hanging out. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's and, still in his nightdress and everything, too. It's fucking... Because yeah. I guess he was in a nightdress, like, from jail. And but, yeah. I guess they, they, they're they saying that car was stolen, but how is Mr. Toad to know that the weasels stole it? And he goes in, is like, hey, how much you take for that car? And he talks to the bartender, and Mr. they're the Winky. ones that own it. Yes, Man, Winky. again, one of my... Like, the character designs, I really love the character designs. Mr. Winky is an all-time underrated Disney character design because he's so like I didn't realize the way his hair matches his mustache yeah and he's got that little red nose he looks kind of like prototype Mario from the Donkey Kong arcade cabinet a little bit yeah. mm, a little bit yeah but with big old chompers uh, the chompers is what really sells it yeah mm -hmm. so uh let's see no, but like Mr. Toad convinces Winky. So he, he trades literally, he literally Toad. draws up a contract. Yeah. Trades Toad Hall for that dang car, which is fucking he, hilarious to the judge and lawyer. Yeah, he draws up a deed. That's and well, and they're yeah. like, who'd be so stupid? And Mr. Toad is like, ah, va, 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 va. <laughs> it's funny too, because like they're talking about like they, they like the judge and the prosecutor are like like do you expect us to believe he would trade a hundred thousand pound manor for it for whatever car? And I'm like, For oh, an man. Automobile? It's funny because like poor, uh, property values in Portland have skyrocketed so much that the oh, idea. Yeah. I mean, it's also you know, this, this this thing was also made like 80 years ago. But like the, the fact that Toad Hall would only be worth like $100,000. That's a whole fucking mansion and grounds and everything like that. That's fucking hilarious. But anyway, so. it is the side a size for toads, though. <laughs> is it? Yes. <laughs> no. It's, that's I don't what I'm know, saying. Man. Go back and like.
like, I'm not quite sure because it looks it like it reeks of animal shit. Well, at least, when that's the mailman sure. showed, well, I guess no. Wait, th- 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 that uh, was at, at Rat's place. But still, everything seems to be kind of scaled to human. Like it, yeah. It's don't think about it too hard, but yeah. No, don't do that. <laughs> I mean, the Muppets. It's like I said, it's the Muppet thing. And the Muppets just live in the people world, but yeah. Anyway. I'm surprised the Muppets never did a rendition of the Wind in the Willows. Oh, jeez. I guess since Mr. Toad is too much of an asshole, they wouldn't want Kermit to, like, have motor mania or well, Could whatever. you imagine, like, just 90 minutes of Kermit Maybe just they just replace being a fucking with, psychopath? Maybe they replace cars with Miss Piggy and just have him have <laughs> pig He's mania. riding Miss Piggy, making pig mm-hmm. oinking and farting sounds while he's... Huffing <laughs> from her in exhaust. God, yeah. He's just... He's like literally floating through the air on her ass fumes. Oh, God. And so that's... he calls Winky the yeah. stand, Mr. Winky, and is like, Hey, you remember what happened that night? And he's like, Oh, yes, I remember. You tried to sell me a stolen motor car. And Mr. Toe was so confident he was about to win that case, he was putting on his gloves and hats and headed to the front door. Yeah. But I'm no, watching it now, found. and it is fucking... He's literally putting on his gloves to leave, yeah. He's found guilty <laughs> as hell. It's the top of the headlines again. Not girl's body exhumed. A toad being guilty of stealing a car. Great. Is that what it actually says? Oh, yeah, girls. Mm-hmm. Oh, my... That's dark even for Disney. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. And then, yeah, uh, Friends of Toad appeal for new trial. His, uh, him, him, him being given a sentence, a severe sentence, beats out victory cited in fight against yellow fever. It <laughs> rocked the nation, apparently. I do love this quick, like, you know, this newspaper montage, and essentially we warp six six months to the future. Yeah. It's Christmas. His friends kept fighting for him at the yeah. work. The case was closed. But Toad he seems he like a real to piece jail. of shit. Why were they fighting for him so hard? Well, especially because they know he's going to end up in jail or in insane asylum one day anyway. So might as well just mm-hmm. let this be the case and they can just get on with their lives. Yeah. So, uh, then it was Christmas time, and everything was jolly as hell, except for the tower. The tower, which kept Mr. Toad in, like he was some asshole in an iron mask. And, hey, is that dead? Since that Leonardo DiCaprio movie came out, are we done with the man in the iron mask? Like, you mean just as a cultural thing? I feel like that was, like, always in, in, like, referenced and shit when I was growing up, but since Leonardo DiCaprio was in an Iron Mask, it died. I think that movie was made by the last person on Earth who cared about that story, and since that movie bombed Mm -hmm. and that guy died, I'm presuming he's died, because he must have been 90 years old (laughs) in order to even care that much about making a movie about the man in the Iron Mask. Is that also No, you see they're twins, and one (laughs) has to wear an iron helmet. Is that not also related or written by the same guy who did... Edmund Dantes, who wrote the Three Musketeers or anything like that? Or is that just like of that era that I always like conflate the, all that stuff together? Then again, you're talking to that guy who didn't know the difference between Wind in the Willows and Mr. Toad and Mr. Frog, so why mm-hmm. the fuck am I even asking? Um, but... So, anyhow, he's in the tower crying, sad, remembering all his friends who fought for him, and he says he was a new toad. He was reformed. Never again would he partake in those foolish manias. And then some real dork jailer's <laughs> like, "Hey, it's Xmas. You got a visitor. It's your, it's your grandma." Yeah. Well, it ain't Granny. It's that ding dang stupid horse. It's a he horse dressed him. like a grandma. He brought him a costume so he can wear it and break out of there. No time to explain how they do it though. Yeah. No. I, that's one of the things I love. It's just like suddenly he's out. Yeah. yeah. Also, and he's got a new adventure, Cyril. a new mania. Yeah, and I love oh that, God. like, the animation of Mr. Toad is really great, especially considering the character has no neck. 
which mm. had to have been a little more of a difficulty in animating than you would imagine to, in order to do some of this stuff. But I love then, like, yeah, Mr. T uh, the, the horse is explaining to Mr. Toad how he's going to escape. And, yeah, he's just kind of nodding, but, like, even he, like, develops a mania when he's hearing about how he's going to escape. And, yeah, we never get to see it. We just get to see... This is actually really nicely atmospheric when he's, like, running through the streets of... I don't know if it's supposed to be... No, I think it is London because... In I, heels. In heels, but it's all foggy and shit and it looks really great. There's, like, one specific shot where it's, like, leaning up against a wall as the dogs come racing past and the dogs are not really scaled properly to him and... Yeah, yeah even, even even I love that the even uh, the, the the filmmakers here have a hard time keeping the scale of anything correct. It's, it's fantastic, but mm -hmm. yeah, Mr. Toad. And isn't there a part where like he gets busted and but and, and that 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 cop is like that booty too fine because he exactly. got his his ball and chain and his hanging in his butt. That's one of my favorite dumb jokes. Is when an obviously terrible costume works. And mm -hmm. he ends up accidentally giving himself away because, yeah, his ass is actually his cannonball that he slung up around his butt. It actually goes loose. The cop figures out what's going on. He continues to get chased. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they, they chase him all the way to the train yard where he steals a train. Does he steal a train? And the cops train? give chase on their own train, just shooting oh, their guns randomly in the air. That. Yeah. And, like, the, the Mr. Toad uses, like, the front of the train as, like, yeah, as as he yeah hides behind it as the whole play of front of the train gets brittled with bullets. It's fucking great. Mm -hmm. yeah. They want to kill this fucking frog. And actually, the animation of the train kind of like jiggling as this fight's going on. It's one of those mm -hmm. things where I almost kind of wonder if they may have actually built like a little model of it and did that thing where they traced over it because like the perspective and everything looks really good. Um, yeah. but not in a way that calls attention to itself, but, like, if you really mm -hmm. think about, like, having to animate that by hand and not making it look too weird, like, it's, it's, it's really nice, yeah. It's one of those things where I can see they spent the extra time and effort when they th may have thought this could have been a theatrical feature, but if this had been a short, maybe they hadn't, wouldn't have gone that crazy, but, yeah, so I guess he ends up throwing himself off the, the train to escape. Yeah, he throws himself in the, well, the ball and chain off the bridge yeah, that's into is, yeah. the water. Which... And he gets away. I know and frogs it's... need air to breathe, but I thought the mm -hmm. joke was going to be that because he's a frog, he doesn't have to worry about that quite as much as other animals. But no, he's... He, yeah. Yeah, he said that ball is stuck in the sludge. He got breathe under there. He's going to drown. Oh, no. How's he get out? Well, dude, they don't say. He just appears at Rat and Mole's <laughs> door. I love yeah. it. That's great. Oh, I love it. And I they, love they Mr. Toad. They pull him in and like, what the fuck, man? Aren't you in jail? And he's like, nah, nah, nah. But the, the cops are at the front door. Oh, no. It's banging. <laughs> but it's not the Popo. It's Mac Mac Badger. And uh, Toad, he lets him know Toad Hall is overrun with weasels. And the leader of them all is that bartender was so told out and he got that deed. Which makes no sense because wouldn't somebody have, like, seen the... Whatever. Yeah, exactly. Oh, I mean, you're talking about a cartoon where they, there's two things where the cartoon just totally brushed over what happens to Mr. Toad just to keep the story uh, running, which is fucking great. I love it. It's, it's. Mm -hmm. I wish more stories did that and like, eh, whatever. Eh. Eh. Yeah. We put the character in an inescapable situation. He got out. I don't know, but here's the next scene. <laughs> so Toad wasn't lying about that deed, but uh, he would. But then Rat said that. You're still guilty in the eyes of the law. We need that deed. And plus, they, you know, that whole jailbreak thing. My, my yeah, seriously, yeah. 
Uh, well, that's the thing. Even recovering the deed isn't going to change the fact that, like, Mr. How does that work? If you escape from jail, it's got to be, like, the Mr. It's got to be the fugitive thing where, like, if you escape from jail, but then it turns out your in, in jailment was unjust, I guess I guess the, the escape from jail suddenly becomes a non-issue then, I guess? Not that... Why the fuck am I... It's not like either of us know about law. But oh, I never no, thought about I'm that before. Oh, no, I'm an expert. Um... <laughs> Especially in frog law. Mm-hmm. But yeah, so they, they all decide to go fucking uh, uh, rescue Toad Hall from those assholes. Why did they bring Mr. Toad? He sucks balls. you always know he's going to be the least. Like, yeah, he's, he's going to do if they hadn't, the fuck up If they hadn't head. brought Toad, everything would have gone smooth and nothing would have happened. You know what? If they had just introduced, if they had just given Mr. Toad a gun... And Mr. Toad would have been so hyped to use that gun, he would have gone in there and single-handedly just slaughtered. They gave him a t- gun. Did they what are you talking gun? about? Wait, when because did he get he, a gun? The weasels crossed the bridge, and Mr. Toad tries to blast that fool away with the gun, and they have to stop him. That would alerts the weasel that some, but something's around. Because Wait, he's like, <laughs> and goes crazy, tries to shoot that weasel on the bridge. Yeah, there's a weasel crossing a bridge as they're swimming under, and he takes aim and tries to shoot him, but they stop him because they don't want to give. They're trying to sneak in. He's okay. trying to fucking blast with I a shotgun. I totally. I'm sorry. I'm fast forwarding to this right now, and like, oh my god, he totally grabs the shotgun. He's gonna. <laughs> he shoots the water. They gave that crazy motherfucker a shotgun. Why did they not just give him like a machine gun and send him in by himself to, to clear out Toad Hall? It's his own house. He can worry about the blood and the damages that needs to be repaired later. Oh, that's fucking crazy. A Toad with a shotgun. How is this not the best segment in one of these package films? It is. Eh, I, I love three heroes, but... Toad sucks, man. I, that's why I love him. He's a fucking... I know you have an affinity for terrible, awful <laughs> characters. You love an asshole in a thing. I, I love that this story only works because Toad's an awful, horrible human being. But yeah, human Toad. Yeah, that's the. <laughs> so they sneak into a secret. Well, they're very lucky. Be- yeah, by the time they actually get it, everyone has been passed out because they've been drinking so hard. Yeah, they even say, "Hey, everybody's asleep," and they're like, "No, they're drunk as hell." Yeah. And there's Winky. With the deed conveniently popping out of his jacket with the word deed just hanging there. They sneak up some stairs, use some cloths to lower him all down, Mission Impossible style to get the deed. All while the weasel that Toad shot his shotgun at just follows them along and goes in the secret entrance. They get the deed and the weasel comes in, throws a knife, cuts the makeshift rope, causing Mole to fall on Winky. (laughs) Wake him up. I'm having issues. I love how you just kind of keep talking through it, too. That's the best part. It sounds like you're turning into something. (laughs) Disgusting human being. But there's a whole thing. Was it? I I think it's Mole uh, uh, folds the deed into a piece of paper, into a paper airplane, so everyone's chasing the paper airplane. It goes on. Um, Toad actually does get the great idea of grabbing another stack of paper and making a bunch of paper airplanes out of that, so suddenly everyone's Mm -hmm. chasing all these different paper airplanes. No one knows which one is the actual deed. Yeah. Yeah. It's a mad dash, and Mole tries to escape with the paper, and it runs back and forth, and it goes on. It's hijinks. It's hijinks for like two or three minutes. Yeah. They they put Mole's head on a chopping block and try to cut it off. <laughs> yeah. That's it's, wild. It's, it's, it's some pretty good gags. 
But uh-huh. uh, they finally escape back into the underground chamber. Yeah. And they're like, oh, but all this is for naught because we didn't get the deed. But yeah, Dizzy Frog's like, oh yeah, I pocketed the deed. I've got it right mm-hmm. here. Yeah, ooh, and then he gets exonerated. He's it's just, yeah, it just flashes to another newspaper thing. I'm af- afraid to even look at what the newspaper title for that is, because it's probably, like, Hiroshima bombed, also toad exonerated. Yeah, uh, and it says, he a new man, but he's not, because now he's got a mania about ma- magnificent men, and they're flying machines he in a plane. <laughs> wow, what a piece of shit. Fuck that guy. They should have let him <laughs> rot in jail. Why? Maybe it's a caricature of, like, how the 1% fuck us all? Uh, Turn him in. Get the reward money. Oxford coaches not satisfied. Uh, Yeah, there's there's surprisingly nothing horrible in the Toad Exonerated page. Oh, okay. Uh, But, yeah, so that's that's pretty much it. Everyone's uh, just drinking at Toad Manor, and while... uh, Yeah, fucking Mr. Toad flies off with... I love that it's Cyril with him in... The, I love that Cyril's his enabler. Because Cyril's mm-hmm. with him in this... Presumably an airplane that he's just stolen. He slams into the top of uh, uh, Nelson's Column in, in Trafalgar Square in the middle of London and flies off into the sunset. That's it, so... Mr. Toad! Piece of shit! <laughs> piece of shit! Speaking of pieces of shit, here comes Bing Crosby to fart oh, up the place. God. It's talking about Ichabod Crane. While he's strangling his son like Homer Simpson. Um, Cannot be stated enough what a garbage human being Bing Crosby was. The funny thing is, like, God knows how many... I wonder how it... It must have been his kids growing up and being, oh yeah, by the way, I'm sure no one was probably talking about Bing Crosby being being a wife beater when he was still alive. Well, no, because you had all those people that studios hired to keep that shit on the DL. Well, that's what I'm saying. Imagine how many other monstrous people who, who have worked in Hollywood. Imagine how much of a monster Bing Crosby had to be for those for that for that all that uh, talk to finally get out jesus christ because it sounds like he really was not the, the it's not the point of this but yeah that's that's yeah 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 uh, especially, like i said especially torture me because i love his his singing and everything like that i love yeah. white christmas i love yeah. that movie but oh my god yeah. anyway yeah. but what's so what's uh what do you what's your history with sleepy hollow because we've talked about this uh, a couple episodes ago uh you've seen the movie by tim burton uh-huh. What'd you think about the movie? I like it. It looks beautiful. Um, it's funny because uh, in order to see how much they may have changed for uh, the Disney cartoon, I looked up and saw what the synopsis was on Wikipedia. This actually sounds like it's really faithful. Um, mm. While watching this last night, I was disappointed at how much padding there was until it got... Because the whole point of you're doing Sleepy Hollow, you're just... The whole point of this cartoon to exist is just for the Ichabod Paint Crane being chased by the Headless Horseman. And I was yeah. like super bummed, of course. This is a half hour long cartoon. This, the part we want to see only happens in the last ten minutes. And the actual real action is only like the last five minutes. And, uh... But no, I, I guess the original book, it really is front-loaded. Like, 90% is just Ichabod. It's literally everything about the story, even to the, the names of all the characters and everything like that. And even to the, like, the, the, like the final line of the cartoon is pretty much the final line of the book, which I was really surprised. But I'm sorry, go ahead. You, you can do your introduction. No, that's <clears throat> fine. It's, um... Manhattan, Terrytown, just beyond some shitty little town. It was all quaint, but it was also a shadow of foreboding. Here's a story about a real dorky schoolmaster. Tall, lanky, ugly as sin. They go real on for a while about how weird he looks. Huge nose, stuff in a book. He dorked yeah. it up all the way to Sleepy Hollow where a bunch of <laughs> shit birds. Dorked it up? 
He dorked it up. I love your interpretation of this story. He dorked it up to where a bunch of shitbirds hung out. Yeah, led by Brom Bones. Yeah, that he's Brom essentially Bones, Gaston he 1.0. He I, loved to drink with these assholes. He was a hero because people love assholes. Yeah, I'm assuming when they made Beauty and the Beast, like the, the, the like somebody must have mentioned, like, oh, what wasn't there like some kind of hey, boy character in the Sleepy Hollow, and they must have hey, gone back and Bill. Yeah. What? I got some great IMDb trivia for you. <laughs> oh, I didn't even bother to look. What is it? Ichabod Crane and Brom Bones later became the inspirations for the characters of Lumiere in human form, possibly, and Gaston in Beauty and the Beast. So this motherfucker put trivia in doesn't even know, because he says possibly. <laughs> is that, I mean, it's IMDb. Don't do that. Less, so why not just be like, I guess? Could be, I don't Jesus know. Jesus fucking, how is that? I'm, wait, which Lumiere is the candle, right? Yeah. I mean, he's a nerdy guy, but he doesn't look like... No. I mean, this Ichabod Crane is a very specific character design, which I'm assuming so is based on So much so that when he rolls rolls into town, everybody's like, what the fuck is that thing? <laughs> they start throwing stones at him. The kids start crying. The mother start averting their eyes. Yeah, it's it's horrible. Did they sing a real forgettable song about? That's the thing. This did not need the song. That's that is the, uh, fucking and the fucking Mary Blair fucking art for the town. The town looks like molten candles. Like mm. it's totally. Uh, I again, I appreciate her character design, but for fucking no, it this could have been so it, cool and atmospheric and it looking. It looks like a fucked up Hallmark card. <laughs> Ichabod's yeah. got a very creative and memorable character design, and I hate looking at it. Because <laughs> it is just like, he looks like a character that's about to fly apart at any moment, because he's so exaggerated in so many different parts, where he's got the giant feet, the knobby knees, and the like giant ears, and the He looks like a fucking McElroy Monster Factory character. <laughs> that's what, he looks like someone's being really rude, drawing a caricature of someone they really hate, and you have to watch a whole half-hour cartoon about that. Yeah, exactly, yeah. It's Monster Factory, the cartoon. Oh god, yeah. And like in between that and the melty buildings that everyone lives in, just <laughs> this cartoon did not have to exist. They could have just done the last ten minutes of the story, the part everyone cares about. And it's real, the, real weird too, because it's like none of the characters are voiced. It's all Bing Crosby narration, then Bing Crosby speaking for the characters, which again that also doesn't really fit. Like this could have yeah, been such they, a cool they atmosphere. They were cartoon. voiced, but Bing Crosby beat them so bad they couldn't <laughs> sing. <laughs> Booth and started beating everyone until they left, and he's like, I'm last boy standing. Let's go, boys. Let's record this now. And everyone's like, Okay, Mr. I get everybody else's salary now. I'm the only one. Can't get enough of that sugar crisp. I cannot believe until you pointed that out when you looked up that trivia to find out that the, that character is based on Bing Crosby. I never understood. Yeah. Oh my god. That's why he's always trying to punch that old lady. <laughs> he was violent, wasn't he? Is that yeah. the point that they know? There's some old lady who's like, I love sugar crisp. And that fucking bear rolls up and is like, I don't think so, Granny. And shoved her down <laughs> some stairs. It's like, can't get enough of that sugar crisp. I'm going to loosen some of your teeth, Granny. I'm going to make your smile look like a graveyard. Bop! Yeah. <laughs> but anyway, so it's looking at Ichabod Granny. He's just walking to town. Everyone's just yeah, talking about what a fucking he... freak he is. And he goes and he teaches. He wants to paddle on one boy's ass, but he'd rather eat his food instead. That's a weird... I'm, again, I'm assuming that must be an affectation from the book, but it doesn't, like, lead... I thought there would be something about the story. As... I So, I guess also the original story and this, because it's so faithful to the story, 
Um, I guess they kind of justify Ichabod getting killed at the end by kind of making him be this, like, asshole who takes advantage of all the food in town, all the good cooking. Yeah, it's... I, he's, he's like a greedy really a guy. heroic character, and no. then he also fantasizes about that marrying that one chick and getting all the money that your dad has. Yeah, so it's really an unsympathetic character on top of the grotesque character design. It's like, he's not a fun character to be with for half an hour. No. Ugh, you just want to punch him... Like, why doesn't Bing Crosby jump into the TV and start punching <laughs> him? Oh, my God. And so, yeah, and he, I mean, I do like you see him grading papers at home and he's eating fried chicken from the parents of the students he's tricked into feeding him. And that's kind of weird, yeah. but... Yeah, his social uh, calendar, Monday, young lady sewing circle, Tuesday, roast turkey dinner, Wednesday, women, women's tatting and chatting club. Thursday, Ladies Auxiliary. Friday, Ladies Asleep Hollow Coral Society. He's to... hanging out with a lot of ladies clubs. That's what I'm saying. Are they trying to do a little bit of a gay panic thing by, like, the fact that, like... I don't think the, so. Well, the, the fact that, like, his entire social can calendar is hanging out with the women. Like, I don't know if they're... Like, either that or he's trying to sleep with them. I don't know what they're trying... Or, or they're trying to make him seem like such a fop by the fact that he just, he just, he's just ingrained himself. I think himself, more so, that. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, so he, he teaches... There's a whole weird thing where, like, so it shows the next day he's teaching up some women to sing, and then fucking Gaston shows up with a dog, and... Yeah, but these guys are... The ladies are swooning over him and fainting and shit. That's what I don't get. All because he's going... <laughs> yes! It never occurred to me. So is, are they, are they kind of, like, poking a little fun? Not fun, but, like... So is that how women reacted to Bing Crosby's music? Because Bing Crosby... Oh, watch. No, you remember the fucking Looney Tunes cartoons where they'd have those ugly-ass chickens singing like Bing Crosby God, or Old Blue right. Eyes? That's right, And they were, ugly. they were fucking ugly as sin and all the chickens were fainting over themselves? Is that... I don't... I... Because that is such old dad music to me. Women that wanted it... to fuck <laughs> Ringo Starr, Bill. <laughs> Why are what's wrong with women that what's, I can understand oh if you see his I it's can just, understand if you see Ringo Starr's MS paint art because <laughs> man that's good shit. I mean I guess there but, are and the world is filled with Marge Simpsons who send their their their, their paintings off to Ringo Starr. Oh my god, yeah, I just I never occurred to me that any woman would swoon to Bing Crosby music because it's always seemed like such like pipe smoking dad music that I never thought a woman would get sexually aroused by a woman. Because <laughs> it's like the most low energy, least viral music in the world. Viral or whatever, not viral as in you know viral, but like viral and like I'm gonna get you pregnant, viral. Like, mm -hmm. it's the most, like, what do you do? What are you imagining? Like, getting wet over the idea of having babies or come out of your vagina going, ooby-dooby-dooby. <laughs> <laughs> I don't really get the attraction. Okay. And it's even weird that you got this fucking Monster Factory character going, ooby-dooby-doo. And it's like, what, what the hell am I watching here? What is this? Yeah. And yeah. women swoon, but then, like, fucking Gaston's outside. He makes a dog, like, whine. And so there's a moment where, like, the Ichabod's like, ooh. And then, yeah. I just, it's not, and that's like the big thing Gaston does to Ichabod Crane before the, the, the so, Yeah, he'll just eat a salad while they're all passed out. <laughs> he does, that actually does go over, yeah, yeah, that's mm -hmm. exactly what happens, yeah. No time so, for that, though, here comes, uh, what's her name, Kitra Van Tur, uh, Katrina Kasserine. Van Tussle. 
Which, yeah. that's something I, did, I recognize who, the name from, this, is, from the Tim Burton movie. I didn't realize they who actually... Who is described as a blooming lass, plump mm. as a partridge. I guess they can't, that's the way the old-timey people said she was dummy thick. I'm assuming that's... Well, yeah, Pink Crosby's long, she got them big-ass titties. I mean, it was funny because I was thinking, like, plump as a partridge doesn't necessarily seem like the best thing in the world. But then again, imagine going back and explaining to people in the past that the future, thick with two C's, would be the equivalent of that. They'd be like, what? 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 How's that supposed to be sexually attractive? But yeah, then he, she's essentially, pe- she's Swiss Miss. She's sexy Swiss Miss. That's all it really mm. is. Yeah. And then that old piece of shit, Bing Crosby, sings about how she's fucking hot, but goddamn, is she a cock tease. Uh, yeah, she's using everyone, and it's a weird thing that, like, no one in the story is really sympathetic, because she's using every, all the guys in town to, like, move her shit around and all yeah. this stuff. Oh, and she's the daughter of the richest farmer in town. Ichabod's so point. damn horny, he puts a turkey on his head and eats his hat! <laughs> Ichabod, you dumb motherfucker. You stupid you asshole. Children? Oh, you're fired. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Oh, and he's got his okay, ponytail kind of goes up like a boner for a moment. Yeah, it does. Now watching it, like, no. We'll return after these messages. I'm really rolling with my super golden crisp cereal. With 10 vitamins and minerals, it's the rocking part of this complete breakfast. Oh, that's music to my ear. Hmm, a fur coat with teeth. The better to eat your honey sweet weed, sugar bear. Open wide. For a vitamin pack punch. Why you little guy? Did you? Go, go. Oh, oh, it, it's all, it's all just ju- just an act. Stop! Stop! He's already dead. Close shave. I can't get enough super golden crisp. It's got the crunch with punch. Yeah. At school, everything's crazy. He's just sitting around fantasizing about Katrina and her father's farm. Yeah. And I can't tell if he's hard for her or the hard for the money she's going to inherit when her old man kicks the bucket. They do the weird mid-century, 20th century thing of, like, he's dreaming about that green stuff. That green stuff, that cabbage. You know that money, I mean. They actually mm. visualized that joke. And, like, yeah, he's fantasy. Yeah, fucking Swiss Miss is, is, is oh, God, fucking, this is unpleasant. <laughs> Yeah, he's does, starting. He's yeah. starting to really get, uh, uh, creep out. He's gonna. He's gonna post on certain boards on Reddit that uh, uh, people with taste wouldn't go. Oh God, I can't imagine. <laughs> There's the Katrina Von Tassel subreddit so, that everyone's posting feet pictures mm-hmm. to. Of, oh Jesus, yeah. Katrina always has a whole bunch of dudes showering her with attention, but Brahm is also there, scaring all those assholes away. Ichabod doesn't even notice them, him, though, so he scoops up all the shit that the, those other fools dropped when they ran away and starts walking her home. He helps her across the mud puddle, but Brahm scoops her up on his horse and rides away, sending Ichabod into the mud puddle. But don't worry, she pulls a sweaty-ass hanky out of her cleavage <laughs> and throws it at him. Yeah. He's never oh, been he so juiced up in his away? life. Yeah. He gives, so he gives chase so he can return it to her and escort her the rest of the way home. I can't tell if she's trying to make Brom jealous or just 
lead Nick Bot on or is the actually movie seems to insinuate yeah, she just likes manipulating guys. Yeah. That's the I don't think she I don't think they even put that much thought into it. Yeah. She just like loves putting guys against each other just because she likes the attention. Yeah, Which I don't think course, she has a specific boner for any one particular guy. Makes bra matter and matter so Maddie trips on all the potatoes she was bringing home, I guess. Yeah. Well, and, no, there's the thing he's bringing mm. her he's bringing her stuff into the house and then fucking Ichabod Crane closes the gate behind them and he trips over the gate and falls. Mm hmm. The yeah. end. The end. That happens a lot. It, <laughs> the door's closed and Ichabod kisses flowers and Brom thinks he kisses her! <laughs> oh no! Yeah. Yeah, Ichabod gets away because he's a lucky this guy. Is a whole and bunch all of draw. None of this yeah. matters because they again no. they could have just started the, the the cartoon at the party and yeah. none of this none of this, like the, none of this means anything. It, like there doesn't feed into the story at all. It's weird and also the Katrina Van Tassel thing makes like it's so fucking weird that Tim Burton version where they make is it I think it's the character named Katrina Van Tassel is spoilers for the Tim Burton. Uh, Sleepy Hollow movie. She turns out to be a villain, and the whole movie turns out to be about land development. Because she wants everyone else's land, which is a no, really isn't that Christina Ricci? Is that what? That's the daughter. No, the I thought it was, the... isn't like Miranda Richardson. She, she turns out to be a witch who's like one of the Van Tassels, and she's trying to kill off the, all the other rich That's the one that that married Christina Ricci's dad. Is that what that is? It's been yeah. a while since I've seen it. But that got me thinking about how, like, how it's so weird. There's all these movies that are about where there's, like, some kind of mystery. And it always ends up turning into a, about being about a land deal. Which is, I know what Chinatown is about. And it's funny because Roger Rabbit's the same thing. And I was thinking about something else. Is also, there's another mystery thing out there. Which, all that also turns out to be a land deal thing. And I was like... <laughs> It's just such a Scooby-Doo, like Bill. You're thinking of Scooby-Doo. Well, that's always someone wanting to want. There's some old amusement park owner who doesn't want anyone buying their land. But yeah. But anyway, it's just such a weird thing. If you're gonna make a live a action adaptation of Sleepy Hollow to turn it into a land deal thing, it's just fucking weird. But anyway, but anyway, but it looked pretty. So, mm-hmm. So then he gets a letter in cursive, and it's like, I can't read this shit. <laughs> borderline illiterate despite me being a teacher yeah oh. it says you're cordially invited to attend a frolic and bounce van tassel's home tonight what if it turns out he couldn't read because he actually can't see past his own giant stork nose he's <laughs> yeah. just been faking it all the time he can only read if something's like held above his eye line yeah Katrina loved these fools fighting over each other and wanted to fan those flames so is that the insinuation a... that is that she's yeah she's inviting yeah. these guys she to put in she put out a a P.S. on Ichabod's letter. Please come. But I thought it was odd. She spelled it C-U-M and not C-O-M-E. You know what I'm saying? She actually draws a little winky emote next to it with like a, <laughs> a little drawing of her tits. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Now watch this huge dork get ready. He borrowed a horse for the occasion. And, and Which is all kind of like like saddle. Like it's an old, old funky old horse. Mm -hmm. And now this is the part where the cartoon should have started. And we're like 20 minutes into this. Yeah. Yeah. And all the countryside, nothing was as fucking lit as these parties. Look at them dancing all being dorks and shit. Yeah. Ichabod's so graceful, he's able to stuff his face with cake as he dances That's, with her. They make a Can you imagine dancing with somebody and you reach over, grab a piece of cake and stuff it in your mouth as you dance? Who would want that? That sounds like a good party. That's what are you talking about? That's some rude shit if right there. If you're at there. the right party, that is the thing to do. Everyone 
everyone's just cramming baked beans into their mouths and just with their bare hands. And God, I love those, sm what do they call them, smosh parties where everyone's like, yeah, that's that's the whole fetish is, you know, come on. Hmm. And they pay a woman $20 to sit on a cake with no pants on. Rom sees a short girl with <laughs> a dirty bull cut. Forms Don't get a plan. me thinking about cake farts. Uh-huh. <laughs> when farts. are you not thinking oh, about cake wait, farts, Okay, Bill? wait, 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 wait. We're not normally this filthy. Something's on this Cakefarts.com. I think, I think all this Disney stuff has kind of, like, made us a little loopy. Oh, kickfarts.com is still not. I know kickfarts.com has, has migrated around a whole bunch of different places, so that actual kickfarts content has not been at kickfarts.com for a long time. I'm going to shut up about kickfarts. What a tragedy. Me, you just remind... Uh, that was my annual what's up with kickfarts.com. Uh, <laughs> just got to check in every just year. Just got to check in just to see what's going on. <laughs> I'm gonna own she's that still, domain someday. She's still farting on that cake. Yep. All oh, right. God, it's probably been over a decade since God, that woman's probably in her 40s now with kids, and now she's like, "Oh my God, I hope so." Hopefully, people will stop looking up that cake farts <laughs> content someday. Oh man, come on, she's <sighs> dead from some drugs by now. You're just talking about <laughs> if if she's lucky. Uh, anyway, so yeah, there's a anyway. fucking there's a there's the fat ugly lady who's totally into. Uh, and Ichabod and Braun. She's into she's, she's one of those dick. fat, ugly Disney ladies who's into everybody, and that's the whole com mm -hmm. comic punch. Yeah, yeah. Braun asks her to dance so he can shove him off on Ichabod, and thus begins a whole lot of funny ha-has yeah. as he tries to swap this laughing lady with Katrina. But she's too much woman for him to handle. Uh, there's he a eventually weird thing has where... to. Yeah, yeah he eventually has to throw her in a closet and lock the door. Uh, there's a weird thing, though, where he's, like, dancing with her, where, like, they actually do a really nicely animated thing where he's, like, weaving between the, the posts of the room and dancing. It's, like, like it's mm -hmm. a relatively long shot. But it's weird, though, because they slowed down the frame rate a little bit, so it's, like, animated not on ones, but on two. It's just weird, just, like, the, the, the movement looks a little weird. But anyway, so, but then he gets the idea, fucking Gaston wannabe, gets the idea to open up a trap door that leads down into, yeah. the, I guess, the fucking fruit cellar. To, but that, so, sh that yeah. short lady escapes and runs at him, screaming, Do you know what WAP is? <laughs> wrote a song it's called wap guess what it stands for with <laughs> all the pumpkins because <laughs> it's I the harvest season get it yeah you want to harvest <laughs> <laughs> but anyway. brom falls into cellar slips on all that wap and falls into cellar <laughs> slips on all that wap <laughs> <laughs> uh, so yeah he's looking from the inside out it's like a bot still dancing yeah. with uh, katrina von tassel and it's spooky ghost story time. Brahma's like, that fucking greedy pig stuff in his face looks superstitious as fuck. I'm going to tell a spooky ghost story about how scary Halloween is. And then he um, sings a real timeless song about the Headless Horseman. Yeah, and there's a little thing about Ichabod Crane. Well, I, I, they spent all this time establishing how... Uh, Ichabod loves to eat all the time. Now they suddenly decide, okay, his defining character characteristic trait is that he's superstitious. There was a Why little bit of that, that been... in the start when he didn't walk under a ladder and move the black cat out of his path. Oh, but that was I the didn't extent even... of it. I was probably checking Twitter <laughs> when that happened. But they could have spent a little more time setting up that as much as the... Because the food thing doesn't enter into anything. It's really weird. Mm -hmm. uh, but yeah, so yeah, he knocks over a thing of salt. Yeah, he throws the salt over his shoulder. Yeah, um, If What the hell hey. is he dousing, dousing the egg with later? That burns him when know. he eats too much of it. Cause that, I thought that was salt, but 
It's well, red. back in the yeah, back in those days, wasn't like salt considered spicy? It's bunch salt of, was salt bunch was of Puritan made white out ass of people. I was about to actually yeah, like, what's in this salsa? Tomato? <laughs> I'm burning up over here. Uh, salt was probably made out of asbestos back then, so God knows yeah. what the fuck would happen if you ate too much of it, but... Mm -hmm. Anyway, but yeah, so, yeah, fucking Braun, by way of Bing Crosby, sings the spooky song about the headless horseman. He was a Hessian hey. so soldier, got his head shot Hey! What? You wanna hear something sad? Oh, no. That was supposed to be Thurl Ravencloth singing that part. Oh, really? What happened? You can find it on YouTube, his version of it. Oh, which is funny. So that's funny that, like, I mentioned that I thought one of the he characters... He walked into the recording studio and Big Cosby <laughs> was just standing in the corner, punching his own hand, saying, You better get out of here, fool. He literally cracks I'm his knuckles. I'm gonna... Yeah, he's... I'm gonna sing every part in this damn song. He's already doing a Cobra Kai move, getting ready to kick Thurl Raisin Graver's Croft in the face if he takes another step forward. Mm -hmm. God damn. Yeah, there's a pile of bodies from the other voice actors on the corner. All knocked out. Oh, Jesus Christ. What yeah. a piece of shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, God. Anyway. But, so, so yeah, so, it is a nice song. I mean, it's yeah, not great, it, but, like, no, the visuals are nice. There's Singing like a, about the headless horseman. Yeah, and there's a scary dude and also there, and he talks about... So, Braun is... This, the point of the song that he's singing is the headless horseman is looking for another head to replace the head that he lost during the revolution, I guess. Yeah. And also, Braun does make mention of the fact that the headless horseman throws a flaming pumpkin at his victims. Mm. And that's 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 the point. That's the information we need from the song to set up everything in, in about five minutes. It could about sweat his ass off as he listens to people sing about the headless horseman. Yeah. And Katrina, when they're huge tits, think it's a real funny story. She's like, tee hee, titter. Um, and I guess the, the only real thing they left out from the original story was the idea that Ichabod was planning on uh, proposing marriage mm. to Katrina Von Tassel after this party was over. But he gets so scared, he decides to head home early. And that's mm. how he ends up getting wiped out, so... But yeah, this is the part uh, towards the end of the song where he's like, I don't know, putting fucking cayenne pepper on his egg, I guess? I guess? I don't know. Um, yeah, I'll have to look up the Thrill, thrill Reference Croft thing. Okay. Yep. Get to the other side of that bridge or else he'll take your head. That's the other piece of... Okay, yeah. Yep, then it was time to go home. It's dark as shit, yo. Ichabod, row home on his horse. And uh, everything just got real dismal. He was yeah. just whistling and shitting all over the back of his horse. And it um, loped along as he whistles fearfully. This is nightly at, nicely atmospheric. Night, yeah. As much as I throw shit at Mary Blair, uh, these, these backgrounds and the atmosphere is all kind of nice and everything. Spoopy trees, crickets calling Ichabod. Yeah, the first Frogs five minutes of croaking, this is... headless horseman, a crow crying. Here he comes! Yeah, I do like there's, like, broken weed, uh, reeds that are, like, so the headless horseman has, mm -hmm. as the wind are blowing through them and stuff like that. It's nice. It's cool. Yeah. Uh, but, yeah. Yep. Ichabod hears a horse running. But he, his horse isn't moving. Who could it be? Why, it's just those cattails or whatever the fuck they're called. Not it goes on for a law. while. It, oh, like, yeah. So like, intense. Like, the they were really afraid that people weren't going to get the joke, so he spends, like, five minutes uh, sitting next to the log, watching the cattails thump against the log, making the, the horse clopping sound. Hey, um, Kablaj thinks it's the damn funniest thing. He's just laughing his full head off into an echoey room, apparently. 
Hey, it's 1949. Everyone was tired. They didn't feel like actually like doing the baffling for the sound recording booth that day. <laughs> Fucking Big Crosby had punched it off earlier. <laughs> they, the, the repairs to the recording booth were too, so extensive they couldn't afford to do it all before. Uh, yeah. yeah. Jesus. Is there anybody that I like? Oh, I I just wish I could know how Big Cros how devastating he would be to know. He's a piece of shit, and everybody I would knows fucking it. Love it. It's one of those things where you kind of wish he had a time machine. Like so you, I hate so you can when bring that someone stuff... forward into time. I hate it was the, when people die and all the bad stuff comes out about them. Yeah, because especially like Bing Crosby could have not known when he died, like in the late 1950s or whatever, that like within a hundred years there'd be an internet, there'd be this inf global information network where every like would be well documented in in his Wikipedia page. What a fucking abusive piece of shit he was with all of his kids dishing the tea on his bullshit mm -hmm. like yeah it was never yeah it's fucking yeah i would fucking love to see that i would love to videotape that reaction it's like yeah. oh, what's going on oh shit <laughs> <laughs> also uh -oh. he's like oh Bing's in trouble <laughs> why is there a frog pretending to be me singing cereal yeah um, <laughs> god Anyway, but it's... No, that's the Honey Smacks toad, Bill. You're thinking of a Honey Smacks frog or toad or whatever it was. The Golden Graham's bear. It's the Golden Graham's bear who's Bing Crosby, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay, yeah. Well, now I'm confused because we already talked about so many toads. Now I'm confusing... Yeah, we have Mr. Toad, Mr. Toad, and the Honey Smacks toad. Yeah. The Golden Graham's... No, wait, wait, wait. Golden Smacks, right? Yeah. Is it... So is that why he... It's called Golden, Golden Smacks because he hit people? I don't know. Man. That is fucking weird. Who came up? <laughs> golden? What the hell? You think? Was it golden crisp? Also, if they know. decided if it was called Golden Smacks, no, it's Honey Smacks. Thanks, that's the frog. Yeah. Ah, oh, fuck. I was gonna I think say, it's Golden Crisps. It would be f Golden. Yeah. Okay, because if it was Golden Smacks, I was like, did they already know that Bing Crosby was a serial abuser when they designed this bear who punched people? Was that like the joke? Anyway, I guess not. But. Anyway, but yeah, so right, this right when suddenly, uh, fucking Ichabod Crane's laughing that suddenly the actual Headless Horseman appears and... Cackling. Yeah, and laughing. it's great though, he's rearing up and it's all pink and evil looking, yeah, he's got a I flaming like skull pumpkin. I like the and... fact he's just blacks and purples and I kind of wish the whole cartoon had been, like, that nicely designed. Yeah, well this is, t this is definitely kind of like a prelude a little bit to Sleeping Beauty with that kind of starkness, the black and the bright, against a, like, a bright muted evil, quote-unquote evil color. Uh, which kind of the whole end of uh, Sleeping Beauty turns into this. Instead of pink, it's it's green and that, though. But, yeah, you can totally see some of the, the, the graphic design. And, again, it's Mary Blair color sensibilities doing a really cool thing. It's just I wish she just hadn't ruined the rest of the cartoon with her, her I can't draw bullshit. Uh, <laughs> that's so the, like, if you man, were Disney, now and you should then. be able to draw. Huh? Every now and then, somebody on Twitter will post a photo of, like, Walt Disney standing there holding, <laughs> like... Some of the dummies from the It's a Small World, and they're just so. She had a great vapid with their mouths hanging open. And it's like, how did she get a job at Disney? Oh my god, not to say the. Yeah, anyway. Anyway. Mary Blair. I love Mary Blair. <laughs> Crowler design is great, but holy shit. Okay, anyway. That chase goes on forever. Well, it should, because it's the whole meat of the card. I mean, that's the yeah. whole reason why everyone's here. The one gag I did like is when. 
Um, well, there's, there's a whole thing. He almost gets to the bridge that's going to save his ass, but the horse is running backwards. And the horse, uh, I forget what happens, but they, like, swing around on a tree. And, the, and Ichabod has to, like, hang onto his horse with his heels to keep the horse from flying off. Oh, there's a whole thing where they keep on, like, uh, like uh, because of that, like, Ichabod ends up on the back of the, the Headless Horseman's horse. Mm -hmm. And all this kind of, and there's some fun gags. I mean, they keep it scary, but they also do, do manage to add a lot of uh, humor into the scene. And they, you know, incorporate the fact that, like, Ichabod's so tall and gangly into so many of these, like, awkward scenes. And, and it's, it's, also, it's it's a fucking miracle that Ichabod hangs on for as long as he does against this guy. Yeah. It's also interesting that they remove any doubt that, like, it's Brom fucking with him or anything because they collide and Ichabod just stares down his throat hole and freaks out. And there's, like, so, a scream or yellow. Yeah. yeah. Well, it didn't even occur to me until reading the original novel because the novel, I guess, makes it more... Doesn't make it clear, but does a better job suggesting that I could have just been Braun, because I guess in the in the book, they more set up the fact that Braun's supposed to be this excellent horseman, and all this, like, he's a great swordsman, pretty much everything you'd, you'd need to be in order to be a good, fake, headless horseman ghost. Whereas in this, this just, yeah, it's... And, and I guess even in the book, they actually, because I thought it was kind of a cop-out at the end when they kind of suggest that... Ichabod Crane did somehow survive, but was so scared that he mo just moved to another county. I guess that's actually in the original book, too. It's not like Disney pu pulling their punches here, but I, it is. I do love the inconclusive how weird it is. It's kind of, it's kind of the, the <laughs> Sleepy Hollow, both the original book and the cartoon, is kind of the Blair Witch of its time, where the hero does not make it out alive, and it's up to you to decide whether, whether or not exactly what happened, because mm. I do love he makes it across the bridge. Yep. And he's he thinks he's on the clear, but the motherfucker throws a flaming pumpkin at him. I remember seeing that as a kid, and that was like, I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And it explodes. And then Disney's like, put that in every ad ever. That seriously, like that, especially regarding any kind of Halloween thing, you mm -hmm. think like, yeah, it that that's totally the money shot from this thing. And I like in the movie, it uh, crossfades to the next day. You see the bits of shattered pumpkin and. Ichabod's hat in the mud. Yeah. And they no only found his hat. And yeah. it's a bit of a pumpkin. I guess they and ate then, the horse? Yeah, then Brom <laughs> married that one lady with Which, the jubblies. Yeah, I guess that's from the book, too. Like, everything. And like, this whole ending is straight from the book, I guess. Rumors were that Ichabod married a thick-ass rich widow in a distant <laughs> county where he had so many ugly, ugly kids. Uh, I can't believe they made that joke. I don't want to think about Ichabod breeding... Ichabod Crane breeding or fucking... No, fucking... No. I don't want... I don't want Monster but, Factory semen in my story. Get it out. But Dutch Sadler's knew that was bullshit. It was the headless horseman who took his spirit away. Beep bop shadoobity beep bop boop. I'm getting out of here. That old Disney magic took a break for a while, didn't it? Actually, if they really wanted to make the story spooky at the end, it's mm. interesting that, like, <clears throat> so the actual last image of the horseman we see is the horseman rearing up without a head. Mm -hmm. uh, I was gonna say, if they really wanted to make it extra spooky, they should have made the given him a head, but give, because the whole. At least the story that Braun's telling at at the party is that the reason that the headless horseman hunts people down is that he's looking for a replacement head. That would have been cool if it's. I mean, it's a little bit ridiculous because fucking Ichabod Crane's head is Monster Factory. But what if like the silhouette can, actually had Ichabod's can, head on top of the, like? Can head? you imagine you're a headless horseman? You're looking <laughs> for a head. You've been looking for a head for years and, like, and years and years. Exactly. And you finally get one, and it's Ichabod <laughs> Crane's head. And you're just like, oh, fuck. 
I just wasted this whole night. It's Halloween. It would have been perfect, but I end up this fucking shitbag head. Do you oh know how God. many people I passed up to get this? <laughs> exactly. This? But I did notice... Even though he doesn't have a head, he does have a glowing skull, not a pumpkin, in his mm. hand. Which suggests, mm. if not Ichabod Crane, he did find some kind of head that he let rot into a skull that I guess he could use, put on his shoulders, I guess. But, yeah. So that's the mm. end of the story. And then the camera pans out through the glass, and that's the end of the fucking movie. And it's like, okay. Yeah. Fuck you too, movie. Yeah. I, this suck. I, if I had been in charge of this movie, I would have cut out the bit about, well, maybe a Capone Crane just ran away to somewhere else, I guess. Yeah. Um. Always gotta do that. Gotta do what? I don't know, whatever you just said. I, you asked me in the... <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Did we have a little communication a... break there? Yeah, my brain farted everywhere. <laughs> What I, okay, 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 okay. Uh, no, no, I just said, I don't want it. Doesn't matter. Whatever. Whatever. It's over. It's, it's over. I it's over. Made, I would have made the ending more conclusive because it's, I mean, it's a, that's the spooky thing is that, like, you just don't know what happened to Ichabod Crane. The idea that, like, Blair Witch is less interesting if, if at the end you're like, well, the kids seem to be uh, abducted by Blair Witch, or maybe they just wound up moving to Albuquerque. Who knows? That's a less interesting way to wrap up that story. Um, but I guess that's as much as on Irving Thalberg's Henry Irving. What? Who's the guy who wrote the story? I guess no. that's his fault as much as anyone else. But mm -hmm. so yeah, Happy Halloween. That's how that story wraps up. It's I do like the fact that us going through Disney of the decades <laughs> happen to overlap seasonally with the. Uh, hey Bill, I'm gonna read it? you some IMDb trivia, but before uh, I do that, I'm I'm gonna make a pee pee so I'll, you can build the dread. I'll be right back. I need to think about uh, something to stump for while you're taking a piss. Do it. Uh, speaking of which, again, this we're, we're, you're gonna be listening to this a couple weeks after we started recording this, but a couple weeks ago, as we're recording this now, last week of September, uh, I just started playing Hades last night, and that's a very good game. Um, I'm already late to the show because I know Hades, as I'm recording this now, has been out for a couple weeks. It's only available on PC and on Switch, but I bought it on Switch because everyone was raving about how it's a good action game. I do like the character designs. I've only played it for five minutes, but the action seems to be kind of like very dead cells, very responsive, very very slick and stuff like that. And yet everyone's getting all wet-ass pussy over those the, the character designs of the gods and everything like that. So. I'm glad that there's a new good action game out. Fuck! Fuck! Fuck, you didn't do it. Fuck! Fuck. It's Mario 3D All-Stars, though. That goddamn camera in Mario 64. I've been putting up with that shit all week. Oh my god. Have you played much more of that? No, I haven't touched it. God, yeah, I thought I was going to be able to do 120 stars. I've got enough stars to beat uh, Mario 64 if I just wanted to beat the game. Mm -hmm. but So you're not a coward. Doing? Yeah, man, yeah, Maybe I was in the pyramid stage last night, and I just wanted to shoot my own dick off. Holy you basically got to get every single coin from the outside before you go to the inside. What, on the pyramid stage? Yeah. No, but I wasn't even trying to do the 100, car, 100 uh, coin thing. I was trying to do... The, yeah. There's, they ran out of collectibles. So on top of the blue stars and then the red stars, they inside the pyramid, they're like, Oh, of all the yellow coins in this, five of them are special. You have to find those five mixed in with all the others. 
Mm. And, like, half of them are on these little platforms floating next to, like, the sand waterfall in the middle of the stage. And because they're floating, it's just, you can't, it's almost impossible to find because the camera's so fucking, because it's, it's the worst thing of, like, you're in close quarters with a camera that already barely works, and it's just like, oh, oh. Anyhow. 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 Hey, knowing that Ben Crosby was one, going to be the narrator <laughs> of Legend of Sleepy Hollow, Ichabod God. was designed with unusually large ears like Crosby. What? Was Ben Crosby known for his ridiculously large ears? What are they talking about? What? Like, if... What? No. That's not, that's not a thing. I mean, I wasn't alive when Ben Crosby was, but it's not like... I'm gonna look up Bing Crosby caricature and see if It's that's... not like he's the fucking, uh, the, the, the... The I don't give a damn dude. I'm looking he at was known characters. for his big ears. In the Looney Tunes parody of Bing Crosby, they kind of draw him not with large ears, but with ears that kind of, like, stick out a little bit. But it's not like... That is weird. It's... I hate the people. Oh, you want to hate somebody? I'll get it. I'll find whenever, one for you. Whenever the execution starts, it's the people who contribute the IMDb trivia Here's, sections and you need to be rounded up first. Here's one I knew you would enjoy. Oh, no. In The Wind in the Willows, Angus Smith Badger tells Rowdy and Mole that something has to be done about Toad as he's spending too much money. This was a sly dig at Roy O. Disney, who was always complaining to the animators about his Walt, his brother Walt Disney for spending too much money. Or it was based on the book. Or that's what happens in the story. Yeah! What? what? How is that? No! What? Fucking assholes! Oh my god. It's not just... <laughs> Not every character who worries about money in a Disney movie is a caricature of Roy Disney. Yeah. Oh my. Th that's someone who just wanted to show off how much they knew about Disney history, mm -hmm. regardless if it makes any sense for the trivia or not. Which, that is yeah. a lot of Disney history nerds, is that it's any excuse to be like, Oh, did you know that Walt Disney accidentally gassed his own parents to death with a faulty heating system in the house that he bought for his parents? Um, but yeah. Which, I guess that's what I just did right then there, too, but... <laughs> Oh man, Disney fans are the worst. Yeah, love yeah, you yeah. guys, love you Disney fans who are listening to this podcast. But you know what I'm talking no, about. No, Disney like the... fans that post useless trivia on IMDb oh, are the worst. God. Well, and that's also just the thing with both the internet and movie well, fans oh, too now. that are like Hold the on most. Now, bills, 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 bills. <laughs> what's up? What What's the new news? Which is worse, uh, those kind of Disney fans or the, the those kind of Star Wars fans? The Disney fans might be a little more insidious because they think that they're... Mm. Because they're a fandom of a more wholesome thing, that they they're that they can't be assholes. Mm -hmm. At least the worst, Star Wars, uh, the worst Star Wars fans tend to be all like, I like Darth Maul. I mm. like Darth Vader when he chops up people at the end of Rogue One. They're all try-hard assholes. At least they seem to... Seem to acknowledge that they're into the most try-hard bullshit in the fandom, whereas the Disney fans are like, "I love." They're the they're the, they're those kinds of asshole fans will have like love, live, laugh signs in their fucking <laughs> kitchen, and those are the kind of the the Gene Teasdales of the world who think that they're above being an asshole. But when they're the, also the, some of the biggest assholes in the world. Like the even they're even less self-aware than the worst Star Wars fans. Mm. Let's put it that way, which mm. makes them even more punchable but can we send bing crosby after after disney fans after terrible disney fans to beat them up no because thankfully uh. that monster's dead 
What? Yay! Oh, you mean the the monster's dead? Okay, yeah. Yeah. Happy Crosby. Halloween, everyone! The real monster of Hollywood is dead. Yay! Oh, fuck you, man. Bing Crosby. Bing Crosby beats Frankenstein and beats him senseless. Do you think the uh, Sleepy Hollow segment of this would be like uh more popular thing if they hadn't gone with the property boop up sheep that I think that's I think that kills a big part of it, yeah. yeah. Because that's so... It's not timeless, like most Disney it's music. It's not timeless. Well, that, that's kind of the biggest part. And, like, aside from just even just destroying whatever atmosphere that cartoon had, it does... You can't watch that now without going, what? Why? Why is Ichabod Crane going, abba-dabba-dabba-boo? Because, mm -hmm. <laughs> like, even in Spain, imagine if you don't even know who Bing Crosby is. And this is the first time you're even hearing that kind of music. You're like, what is this? And like it's it's extra distracting. It's it's yeah, and like you're talking to someone like I said, I'm a Bing Crosby fan of his singing, but uh, mm -hmm. yeah, it, it was not a great creative decision. I don't know how much this movie made, so I guess maybe in the immediate term it was smart for the box office because I know Bing Crosby was a huge th thing in 1949, but yeah, for the ages that that I'm assuming. They more often than not they just cut out everything but like the good stuff at the end because like I said I had no idea there was that much more to the story when watching this cartoon because like I had seen all the the actual headless horseman parts before but that was only because they would edit it down to ten minutes for like yeah the Disney Halloween specials. Back yeah, in the 80s. I you know I thought there'd be actual Mr. Toad driving around in the car stuff in the actual Mr. Toad's Wild Ride Does segment. Does he never actually get in the fucking car? No, you never see oh, it. Oh, that is a damn shame. Well, that's what we need to do to cross you see the photo of the, the You see the photo of the officer oh, with, with the, the gun with the officer with the gun. <laughs> but that's it. Maybe one of my greatest favorite stills from any Disney movie. Jesus Christ. Um, Yeah. That's 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 a damn shit. I mean, that that's that's why you have to go ride the ride is to see what exactly. Because I'm assuming the ride is just the story of his ride with the car after he stole it. I guess mm -hmm. you've been on the ride because you've been to Disneyland, right? Yeah. Is it any good for being no. a dark ride made with cardboard no. cutouts? No. no. It's. Uh, I mean, there's there's a point where Mr. Toad goes to hell, and the temperature <laughs> they blast hot fart air in your yeah, face. Yeah, you're talking about that. But I, is that no. from the book? If you're is a Mr. little T kid and you have nostalgia for it, sure, fine. It's probably yeah. amazing and great. But no, it's fucking boring. How many? Cause, like, that I is... saw that footage of the fucking Beauty and the Beast waltz scene, the animatronic, and I'm like, and we're stuck with fucking cardboard cutouts because <laughs> people are like, no, my childhood. That is wild, and I saw that everyone's like in in like trackless teacups while in that ride. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's just like a Tokyo Disneyland or a Tokyo Sea or whatever. Yeah. Disney Sea. Um, yeah, no. Like that's... they keep Autotopia there. It smells People... like fucking gas. And <laughs> Do they still have Autotopia still the, there? The only reason people like it is little kids who can't drive yet have fun with the cars. Or, or the baby boomers who grew up with that. Yeah, but it it's got... sucks. I got stuck <laughs> behind a kid that would didn't know how. Like the parent was letting them use the gas, and they would stop and go and stop and go. So I just I couldn't do anything. I was stuck behind them. It sucks. <laughs> Can they actually stop the car fully? Yeah. Oh God, why would it's you awful. let the cars do that? I mean, it's oh on a rail, God. so you can steer slightly to the left or right, but that's well, yeah, no, exactly, it's, yeah. it's bad times. Even, uh, and at Kennywood in Pittsburgh, there was a thing called the turnpike that's a little bit like that, but you can never sl stop the cars completely. 
So at least like like even the I worst driver in the world is going to be forced. I don't remember if you stopped it completely. Probably not. But or they slow would down slow down to as much as they could. At the turnpike, at least you cannot slow not uh, slow th- uh, down enough to impede anyone else. Everyone's yeah. kind of like roughly like like at least like six feet apart from each other. You know whatever. It's perfect ride for COVID. But <laughs> yeah. um. Yeah, that is weird that Autopia would work like that. It must speak to how popular Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is, though. The fact that they've hung on to that ride, despite the fact that, like... I love that that ride lives while the Superstar Limo Show, which was another dark ride made out of cardboard cutouts, like, only lived for, like, three months before they closed that fucking thing down, and it's like... I guess yeah, that's but they mostly... still have, like, Figma the Dragon and take a ride and look at all the vegetables we're growing. Isn't this great? <laughs> fucking... Yeah. Man, come I on. need to look up some video footage of Mr. Toad's Wild Ride. I've only heard about it. I don't even know what it looks like. I have very Man. specific images, but like, especially, there need to be more, more Disney rides where they suddenly have the Disney character from the movie go to hell. Imagineers are doing amazing things that's yeah. being stopped by people who don't want <laughs> their precious parks, stupid bullshit to change. There's got to be betting pools about like where Disney, Disney fans. If Disney wanted to make fuck tons of money which yeah. they, i mean they already do and and obviously well no, supposedly not smart supposedly people they're getting hit harder now. by covid yeah, know, by anything else though that's what but, but in, in the grand but, scope of everything but yeah fucking take those rides out and bring them back every like make it so you can put them back in within with like a month pet prep or something and call it a limited, limited engagement and people will come back because i gotta ride my mr toad i was about to joke what they should do is replace all the old rides and if people want to ride the old rides what you do is build disneyland classic in the middle of like uh the texas desert or something like that so you have plenty of room and everyone could just go ride the old stuff but i just realized it would make more sense just to build a new theme park in a new part of the open part of the country but i mean they um, should what's all that land in montana doing of course but it's a guarantee yeah uh <laughs> i like the idea they're like you know what we need a new Disney park in North Dakota. That is an underserved part of the Disney community. But uh, there's got to be betting pools for people. Because every ride at Disneyland has got to be replaced eventually. Just from... You'd hope. You'd think just just, just at, at someday, someone... The last person in the world who cares about Mr. Toad's Wild Ride is going to be dead. Mm-hmm. And they're going to replace that ride someday. It's just a matter of do they do that 10 years from now or 50 years from now. But it's going to go away. Assuming the human race and survives long Toad enough. Mr. Toad doesn't even go on a ride right in the movie. That's what it was. I mean, but that, I, mean, I guess that's the idea. I guess that's the first example of, like, you know, how the, like, the new like, the, the Rise of Skywalker, they set up the whole movie with, like, a speech from the Emperor in Fortnite. I guess that's one of those things where, like, well, if you want more of the story, it's now in this other thing you have to consume. It's like the, the Mr. Toad's expanded universe. Um, yeah. Um, so... Yeah. yeah, I thought I thought uh, Mr. Toad and Ichabod were actually I, I actually had a pretty good time with it. It's funny that the one thing I was looking for the most, the Sleepy Hollow segment, I thought was actually the least good of the, the of, of them uh, both. Yeah, but... same here. I think it's because Bing Crosby sucks. <laughs> I well, if you're if you're already inherently against Bing Crosby, just even you don't like his stuff, of course that's gonna even just even drive you extra nuts, but. Yeah, no, and I'm still, I'm still coming down from the the emotional turmoil of the Andrew sister contribute uh, the, them contributing to the worst uh, cartoon in the fucking melody. Oh come on, too. won't Jesus you ever grow up, little toot? <laughs> <laughs>
But that's it. No more fucking singing in our Disney cartoons unless it's an actual <laughs> feature-length movie where the characters are singing. It's not some shitty 40s uh, pop star or anything no, like that. No, now we're getting to shitty 50s. God, what's the next Disney feature we do? Because, like, our next cartoon, or this next Disney through the decades is going to be, like, yeah, a couple shorts wrapping up I the mean, last there's In shorts. Beaver Valley. Oh, I forgot that we... This is the part where we need to decide exactly how we're going to progress. Our, our next uh, animated feature is going to be uh, Cinderella. Cinderella, yeah. yeah. But right after that, then is Treasure Island. I mean, Island. in Beaver Valley is only 31 minutes, so... I mean, That'll Beaver be nice Valley, an experiment. That's just, uh... Yeah, okay, that is documentary. I can assume that we're going to skip the documentary. I mean, we, we could actually talk about this in the future, too, but... Uh, but yeah, actually, it's Treasure Island is the one where we really have to decide if we're going to be covering every live-action feature. And yeah. that's going to be the bigger deal. Um, yeah. We could do it as How an experiment and see what it's like. But Treasure yeah. Island's an hour and a half. Hey, it's weird. It's, it says Treasure Island is an hour and 36 minutes, but it feels like four. <laughs> That'd be great if they actually had that thing. The average <laughs> user states this movie feels like in like some time here. It's like the windshield temperature. God, and they, you know what? They should actually have the, the estimated time, depending, like, uh, assuming that you're going to be watching the movie while reading Twitter and stuff, and you have to rewind it every ten minutes to capture some shit you weren't paying attention Fucking to. Fucking Bobby be... Driscoll again, man. Why did he... Was he bred on, like, a Disney talent farm? Did they yeah, own him as a Yeah, until his voice changed, and then Disney was like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, and then he just wound up homeless on the streets, literally. Yeah, so the next, yeah, our, our next slate of animated features, yeah, it's, it, this is the, the like, the Silver Age. Uh, Cinderella, Alice in Wonder, oh, Alice in Wonderland is already coming up? Jesus. Yeah. And, actually, then it's a shitload of shorts until, then yeah, the next one after that is Peter Pan. Jesus Christ, and that's halfway through the 50s. Uh, mm -hmm. No, not only 1953. Okay. Oh, we got Robin Hood in there. Yeah, that, well, that that's another thing where it's like, yeah, that is, do we, oh, God, Lady and the Tramp. Did we already do Lady and the Tramp? No, it just feels had... like it because it sucks so bad. <laughs> Who the hell? Maybe I. You know what? I think Annie may have come over and we watched it together within the like last year. Mm. That feels like I've seen that recently. I'm sorry, that's upsetting. Oh uh, no. Yeah, there's actually only like the '50s. There's a lot of stuff there, but there's only like four feature films. Yeah, and the last one is Sleeping Beauty. Right before the last two things in the 1950s on Disney through the decades: Sleeping Beauty and Darby O'Gill. Tasty, tasty, tasty. And then the 60s is when everything just really falls apart, <laughs> and that's when it's almost entirely just like terrible live-action films. Yay, we're gonna do yeah, it. Yeah, because I forgot they kind of stopped doing the theatrical yeah. shorts. Oh God, we're all we're holy shit! It didn't even occur to me. Actually, even in the 50s. Yeah, the 50s is actually. There's, uh, what's the plausible impossible? I don't know, man. Oh, that's a Disneyland episode. What's the moon spinners? I don't know. But shit, I didn't realize. BZ Bear, there's a couple... Oh my god, yeah, we've only got a handful of shorts left to do. Unless they oh add my, more. Again, well, I mean, not a handful. We've only got, like, maybe three or four episodes of shorts left. Mm-hmm. Before they just die. Oh my god. Which is funny, because that's been the bread and butter of the whole Disney Through the Decades thing. It's Shit. been the most fun. Really. And, oh, that's the alarming thing, so yeah, oh no! 
Oh no! And the uh -oh. fact that we've been going through the shorts is why we've been able to blast through like three decades hey, worth of Disney I'm stuff. I'm going and... to say it right now. Yeah? And it's a long way off. <laughs> yeah? I don't want to watch Old Yeller. You don't want to watch it? No, sir! Hey, hey, Dale, guess what? What? You're in charge of the podcast. <laughs> you get to lay the rules, and it's not like anyone. We're not breaking Disney law by skipping Old Yeller. Hey, guess what? what we know what the ending of Old Yeller is, <laughs> and it's a bummer. So yeah, there. This we. This might be a case by case basis. If we were smart, if we even get, get there, who knows, man? If we were, we smart, could burn out. And <laughs> yeah, exactly. Circle the drain by then. It's you know what we've been doing this podcast for over five years now. So if, if, from my perspective, we're already living on borrowed time. So fucking who gives a <laughs> shit about the rules? We've lived longer than ninety nine percent of the podcasts I've ever who have ever been created. But yeah. uh, we would totally be justified just kind of doing it on a case by case basis. Like, <laughs> like I like I said, if we, if we were smart, we'd probably get our listeners involved like to vote whether or not we do any particular movie before we do it but I, yeah i don't know if anyone even cares that much like no like has anyone else actually out there seen treasure island and could recommend it um like whose favorite a... movie is old yeller i feel like disney held it up as i was growing up being like look it's a scene from old yard and they show the clip of the kid killing the dog <laughs> is that which like is actually... wild does it go into like that's motion? the only part of Old Yeller I've seen is the kid pulling the trigger and go being like. <laughs> Do you actually see the bullet enter uh, the the dog's brain like it's slow motion from uh, the sniper? Might as well be. Game? Yeah. What, what, we played that. What's the sniper game? Sniper Elite. Sniper Elite. Yeah. It turns. <laughs> he, he shot Hitler awesome. in the nuts. Awesome. He shot the dog in the face. It's all the same. We're gonna be oh, doing man. stuff. It's October. Bill's got spoopy stuff. I, I have some ideas I might do. I don't know. Oh, I for break. what? For the rest of October? Yeah, I might break from the spoopy stuff. Or well, or... yeah, I put out a list of the stuff I was looking at, and you were like, uh, Teen Witch. Kelsey would want an excuse to watch. That's one of her favorite terrible movies. I put Teen Witch down, thinking that was the thing with um. Oh, uh, Tim Curry. Tim Curry, and that is not the thing with Tim Curry. Yeah. Teen Witch. It's it the one does, where they rap. That's what I was about that. to say. That has its own meme, but it's not the meme that mm -hmm. I was thinking of. Because I. It's, when it's you got uh, what's her name? Zelda. Uh, Rubenstein. Yeah. Yeah. This house. It's, clear. it's fucking buck wild, man. <laughs> Isn't that? that I mean, I've got it. I can throw it. I I dumped my old. I was looking at my old Halloween movies. I dumped them all into iTunes last night. Uh, so yeah, if you, I, I, I'll just give you Teen Witch if you guys just want a copy of Teen Witch. You, I don't, you don't need end Teen up doing Witch. for the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> well, Kelsey wants a copy of Teen Witch. Hmm. Uh, but yeah, so we, oh god, yeah, I don't even, I don't even have my notes up for that. But yeah, I was looking at uh, the easiest thing if I wanted to do Halloween stuff without actually having to really worry about it. Um, I would probably just do Dawn of the Dead and Return of the Living Dead, just as mm -hmm. I've seen them both before, but they're my two favorite zombie movies. Uh, but yeah, I need to, where's my, open up the Google Docs real quick. But yeah, unless, yeah, unless anyone else has any ideas for, like, um, Halloween stuff. And like I said, we, whatever, we already would have done one of my episodes by the time this episode goes live. So we, so, well, I'm assuming we would have already probably committed to a plan by the time you're hearing this, but. Who knows with us. Yeah, God. Yeah, I was even thinking it's I son of Frankenstein and Abbott and Costello meet Frankenstein because that's been on my list for the last couple of years. And mm. I think you were the one that downloaded that last year. I don't think so. 
There was, I think I, I was going to do something, and you were like, nah, I don't know about that. But, yeah, all my other ideas. Didn't you... Weren't you going to sit down and watch Hotel Transylvania? You watched the first five minutes. I started and then... it, and I was like, this is for babies. I got to talk about here. <laughs> oh, yeah, I got that, and then I, I was going to fire it up, and I was like, oh, yeah, even Daniel didn't even want to watch. Yeah. It's so, fine. Like, the yeah. animation's fine, but it's... It's it's a it's very much for little kids. It's like lots of fart yeah. jokes and stuff. That's the thing. This year, like has been so... like the Frankenstein monster falling apart and his legs are walking around and they fart like that kind of stuff. Jesus Christ, yeah. I'm sure people out there love a Hotel Transylvania. I'm sure they're fine. Yeah. Uh, is there are there only two of those movies, right? They didn't make three of them. I was I think thinking we could three. do, do Hotel three. Transylvania for there's one. There's also and two. a tape TV series. Because we each have two episodes for October, and so I was thinking about when I was thinking about Hotel Transylvania, yeah, I, I could do one and do the second one for the second episode. Um, but yeah, um, or yeah, I can do my f favorite uh, Friday the Thirteenth and favorite Nightmare on Elm Street movies. But that's the thing is like I want to do uh, this year has been so crappy. <laughs> Whatever <laughs> I want to do, I I don't feel like taking any risks this year. So that's why I kind of feel like. At least I... How do you feel about zombie movies in general? Because like I said, I have those two favorite zombie I movies, but... Fucking... I'm not a fan of zombies. I like yeah. the I like the effects behind zombies. There was a time where I was like, fuck yeah, zombies. And then one day I was like, fuck yeah, zombies. Wait a second, zombies suck ass. <laughs> and yeah, that's... Zombie, yeah. Okay, here's the thing about zombies. Zombies okay. are cool. But I am fucking sick and tired of what if man is a real monster? Well, every that's zombie where, movie's gotta yeah. do. I just want a movie where zombies are the real monsters for a change. Yeah, but and that's it's always be... man is all. <laughs> well, it's funny too because people like the, that the, the George Romero original zombie movies. That was the whole point of those movies. Yeah. But it's funny that like everyone seems to think that the first person to come up with that idea, despite that mm -hmm. being. By default, what every zombie movie is about. Every fucking like everyone... single one. Like oh, 28 God. days later, they're like, what? They're at the military breaks. Don't you think they're safe? And you're like, fucking, of course they're Although not. Although at least that is literal, where it is the bad guys are the... It's like, zombies do break out, but the actual... The thing that is actually chasing the good guys are the people, at least. Yeah. But... Yeah. Yeah. So zombies are fine if I get like the behind behind the scenes shit, but otherwise I don't give two shits about zombies. Oh man, if you want some behind the scenes shit on Dawn of the Dead, I got reps of the DVD set that came out like ten years ago. That's out of print and all kinds of commentaries and shit on that. But mm. yeah, and I think especially Dawn of the Dead, it's from like 1978, so it's kind of aged. Like a lot of the you, a lot of zombies, you can tell it's just like pancake makeup with like blue food coloring mixed in it. That yeah. doesn't look. I'm kind of curious though, because it does have a sense of humor. It doesn't take itself too seriously, but we'll have to see. I don't know. But like I said, I've left of my own devices to do the easiest thing for October while doing something still October and not just ignoring the month. Uh, yeah, that's, I don't know. I feel like there's something more obvious that I'm missing that we could be talking about that would be more obviously fun for the both of us. Like, do Charlie Brown's, uh, the fucking pumpkin patch what the, the great fuck pumpkin is... charlie brown yeah i mean i'm never, i don't i don't think i've ever seen it so whatever <laughs> i forget you're not a holiday guy i was about to go off but like of course okay that makes sense there's it's not very substantial too and it is only like 22 minutes long yeah 
Which actually, that's actually, I might be selling that in your case. I mean, only twenty two minutes long. Other, Let's do it. Like you could do a clump of like holiday based. Halloween well, that's what I was trying to even think, but I don't think there's that many Halloween specials. Mm. Um, I you know what? I'm sure there's been a ton since I grew up. That spooky like, punky Brewster episode. Oh god! Don't they get turned into skeletons or something like that? So, I don't know. People are trapped in the wall. That's all I can remember. That. Oh remember that god! Yeah, you know what? For Halloween, we should do the episode where Ernie gets turned into a pharaoh. Or no, thank you, sir. <laughs> That's what I was we'll <laughs> that episode that. was just me going <laughs> and running out it's of the room like I did when I was whole, a kid. It's a whole episode about a five-minute Sesame Street sketch. <laughs> <laughs> we, I'm sure we could talk about it for an hour and a half if we wanted to. So actually, I'm gonna actually make a note of that because yeah, again, anyone listening to this will know exactly what we chose. But right now we're still cooking it up. So TV special. Halloween themed stuff. Uh, and also by now, uh, by the time you're listening to this, we should be in the middle. Uh, well, if you don't care about Halloween stuff, you're not going to care about Halloween stuff in Animal Crossing. Because they just announced this week that the uh, Halloween updates go on live this Thursday. I like the. the we'll see what the, the, the uh, do it yourself stuff is. It Could seems like it's cool all stuff. pumpkin related. It's all like Jack Lantern stuff. Um, which I'm kind of glad because the first stuff they announced, it was all like vaguely autumnal themed. It's nice to see we're actually getting like. Like actual like Halloween costumes and stuff like that too. So. Anyway, but that's neither here or there. This anyway, is the end. He's Mudder on Twitter. I'm the Grumpy Turtle on Twitter. Twitterpodcast.com. Share us around. It helps out. Thanks for listening. Do I want to make the background music for this episode literally just wall to wall Bing Crosby with punch and kicking sound effects? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> I mean, we I can't. We can talk about what a horrible monster he was and make fun of him being that way, but. I can't make fun of him actually doing like, Actually doing the stuff. Making yeah. light of him actually doing the stuff. <laughs> there was somebody... Like, I will talk I was... about him being a monster and beating people, but, like, <laughs> making, like, light of it is... It's a, I don't know where the line is for me, but... Because we talked there... about him beating the other actors and stuff. and Yeah. But I think... There was someone on... Reddit this week. I was in the Star Wars subreddit and somebody was asking if there's if anyone had done like a fan film of Anakin Skywalker slaughtering the kids in episode 3 of the, you know the third Star Wars prequel. I was like, "Why do you want that?" What the fuck? It's a is really wrong weird request cuz this person was like really like I want to see him killing the kids. And so just to fuck with this guy, I went to YouTube and typed in screaming and farting just to see what would come up. And so I replied to this guy. I was like, oh, hey, wait a second. No, I did find someone put together a radio play of Anakin killing the kids. But they only put out the audio, and I put a link to the thing. And I wasn't like the guy. And the response I got was like, ha, ha, real funny. And I'm like, what is you? So the YouTube video I found... Is just it's the, the video, quote unquote. It's just a picture of like the fat Chungus Bugs Bunny, and the video is just called "Screaming and Farting," and it's just the loop for like ten minutes Perfect. of like the most shittiest canned YouTube scream sound effects with all the with shittiest canned farting sound effects. And like I've been, <laughs> whenever I get tired, I'll crank that up this week and just listen to it and laugh and just laugh and laugh. That doesn't sound like the Bill Mudder I know. God, so note to self, put that in here, just screaming and farting. But maybe that'll be this week's episode music. Who knows? Perfect. It's... Anyway, that's Anywho. all. I got. Um. Uh. Yeah, come back next week. I get, we'll be talking about my second Halloween thing next next week. I guess. Yeah. Spoopy. Yeah, so. Spoopy. Spoopy. Spoopy.
maybe we'll be talking about Teen Witch after that or something. Who knows? I don't know. Maybe. What if we? Uh, maybe what if you come up? Anything can happen on Halloween. Your cat turned into a bat. We don't know. Okay, yeah. I can't. Okay, I don't have to follow that. I can't complain that I can't follow it. Okay, yeah. Now right. I just want to swish with a little cape. Heck yeah! All right, <laughs> we're out of here. Dance. Okay, take care, guys. Uh, be careful of 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 headless horsemen stuff. Yeah. Out of here.